This show is a proud member of the Bobo Broadcasting Network. Check out our other great shows at BoboBroadcasting.com. Hello. What the fuck? Welcome back. Attention Deficit Order Radio S5E22. Right? You betcha. Right? Holy shit. It's almost the end of the season, guys. Uh oh. The penultimate episode is uh, next week. What's going to happen? Something exciting. Wait, does uh, that mean that our Halloween show is a season end? Uh, yeah. That's awesome. No, no, it's not. Yeah, because next week is. Not the week of Halloween. No. But the one after that is okay, the yeah. week of Halloween, so our 24th yep. episode will be Halloween week. Yes. We always have a, um, a Hallow's Eve event. Oh, well, boy. It's going to be spooky. Maybe we'll go trick-or-treating again like we did last year. <laughs> we also got chased by werewolves and zombies and shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe we will go out and walk around the neighborhood for Halloween this year. little man on the street for you? Well, yeah, we did last year. Um, we won't have any seances because we're not. I put a no, no soliciting sign on the front of my house now. And that keeps ghosts away. Well, no, it keeps uh, Jehovah's Witnesses away. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's true. We do need a blood sacrifice of a uh, gullible dupe. Because last year on um, what was it? Uh, I, um, the puking pirate or something like that. I think the name of the episode was. Oh, I don't that's remember. where we had the uh, we brought the Jehovah's Witnesses and had the um, satanic seance. I think that was actually a show I wasn't able to be there for. No, you weren't there. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a good show. That was last year. Though. Oh, I listened to it. Yeah, yeah, it had me laughing. But we're not going to sure. do that this year, right? All right, but we're going to smoke this bowl of uh, what is it? Oh shit, uh, golden pineapple. Nice. <laughs> okay. While we're doing that, you know how we always talk about PlayStation mm, and tasty. Xbox and how their new consoles are going to be other than games and. The Kinect versus the I, whatever the fuck. Um, That they're very similar, like, spec-wise and everything? Yes. Okay, check this out. You know the magazine Popular Mechanics? Yes. They've been around forever? Yes. Well, they have annual awards called the Breakthrough Awards, and they're awarded for um, technological breakthroughs. Um, Guess who got nominated? Xbox One. Oh, really? What were they up against? Uh, Well, no, so... I don't know that they have like categories and you're up against anyone. I think they were. I think there was a lot of inventions that were put out that the same thing and they were looking at all these ones. And out of all those inventions that came out this year, this was the most Xbox inventive. One was or innovative. It won, yeah. I mean there's a bunch of this so they awarded they give ten awards. Uh-huh. Um, and Xbox One was not the only technology item in there. Like the yeah. MakerBot three D scanner, that one. Okay. And so did a particular 3D printer. I don't know anything about it. But then things like a BMW um, hybrid one and uh-huh. some fucking longboard, like skateboard. <clears throat> yeah, and Popular Mechanics isn't a fuck around magazine. You know, they actually do uh, research on all of their shit. And it's not like, you know, they're, I don't know. I, I, they've been around forever. 
Yeah, they have. They've Since been like around. the 60s, right? I think it's been longer than 50s. Let's find out. Um, but nevertheless, Xbox One <coughs> won a Breakthrough Innovator Award. Where's your award, PlayStation? <coughs> well, well, they need to prove <coughs> that their online's going to work this time around. <coughs> because even <coughs> PlayStation 3 owners think that the um, their online store... Yes, they, their PlayStation Plus does kick ass. Like they, they just gave away Far Cry 3 you know, for free on their PlayStation Plus. But that's great. You can give away games, but what more can you do? Right. Um, so I hope. <coughs> for the record, Popular Mechanics' what? first uh, issue was January 11th, 1902. Jesus. So that's 100, <coughs> 111 years old. Yeah, so these people know what they're talking about. Booyah. Yeah, so um, of 10, Microsoft won uh, <coughs> such an award. I thought that was pretty cool. <coughs> What else is notable in here? Oh, my God. Oh, um, the other thing that one that Whew. we've all heard a little bit about is that Pebble Watch. Yes. The one that that, uh, that links up to your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one as well. Um, and then a bunch of other shit that I don't really care about, like a fucking lawnmower. Uh, what a fucking lawnmower. Yeah. Wow. I want to see what that does. It looks like a riding lawnmower, except for to make it go, you stick your dick in it. Oh, what? You have to like hump it to make it go forward and shit. <laughs> so you're doing pelvic thrusts on the front lawn with your pants down with like some weird mechanism wrapped around your waist. That's right. It's like a, a merger of that fuck bot we were talking about yeah. from Japan last year. Yeah. Couple so, so, it's, yeah so, <laughs> so it's a fleshlight. Inside of a lawnmower. That's right. And it's called a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> That's right. That'd be cool power, man. Well, yeah, if you could capture the kinetic energy of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you fuck, uh, like your bed your like captures the up. energy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it changes. Yeah, it captures it into the batteries. Right. Kinetic fucking. That's you heard right. it here first, guys. Battery storage off of kinetic energy from people. Whorehouses would have busy. no power bills. No, oh, they'd be making money on power. Yeah, yeah, they would be. I'd be investing in whorehouses to make money <laughs> on power bills. If we're kinetic fucking. Right. They'll do it. Watch. Maybe. Because I mean, we've on talked kin- about like, yeah, kinetic those... energy for just like, you know, opening the door, closing the door, all that That's stuff. Right. Yeah, and there's, uh, we talked about it before. There are like uh, grocery stores in the UK that use, um, special material that when you walk on it the force of your step charges batteries yeah it was called piezoelectric yes yeah power. yeah yeah because some of it will go into a battery to store it and that stored power from the f- other persons will open the door that's right so it just it's like a weird that would be awesome yeah it's like a closed loop <clears throat> like they don't need to connect the door to any other electrical source because as long as people keep walking what if you in could, what if you could do that have like a pressure plate in your driveway so you pull in and park your car and that pressure would that create enough to i don't know would it, would it have to be constant pressure or is it over and over, people like stepping cyclical. and stepping and stepping. I, I think the way the ones the grocery stores use are cyclical. So oh, okay. Steps are what drive it. But I don't know. That's a question for a physicist or an engineer uh, about whether, you know, the constant pressure down from the weight of the car. Because if that, think about how they could use that in traffic. They could hook that up to the traffic light and also put power off the traffic light and not even use power for traffic lights anymore. Yeah. You know, because so many cars go through, if it's the same way as they're using it as a store, use that as in like traffic mm-hmm. or any major city, you're cutting power by a fucking half. Yeah. I mean, it could be significant if people got on board. Problem is that the established, you know, 
electrical production <clears throat> companies have a well pretty strong say so. And we just we just got on board with like solar technology being a thing and batteries being a thing and cars are just like hitting now. I think kinetic right. energy mm-hmm. will be like uh, in five, ten years from now. That'll be the next cool thing. Right. Right. That'll be the next hip thing. Oh, it's a kinetic energy car. Well, I mean, if you could do something like the doorway to the grocery store, but on a city street, that would be significant. Because as you drive your car around, each new plate of this stuff, whatever it's called, uh, that you drive onto would generate electricity. Yeah, so hundreds of cars would generate electricity all over the street. That's right. And actually, I just saw a headline. I didn't get to read the article, but essentially it was, um, uh, New York City is replacing manhole covers with... Uh, devices that not only cover the sewer, but they um, they somehow can charge electric vehicles. So as you drive oh, over whoa. them, it sends a charge to your batteries. What? Yeah, and I you know I'll read the article. I'll go find it because it sounded really fascinating. <clears throat> I just didn't have time to read it. But how cool would that be? You're driving around your electric vehicle, and the road is charging your car. That would be, and they also yeah, the shit like that. Like they're using um, not this is cars, but they're using uh, old payphones as Wi-Fi hotspots. <laughs> well, what else are you gonna do with them? There's a phone line that goes there, right? That makes sense. Yeah, they just turn it into a Wi-Fi hotspot. That's Boom, right, and it's already there. You don't have to yeah. install anything. Well, and you know, it's not like they have to remove the phone because most of them have them. Ripped well, no, off. The, they'll remove it and just no, replace it with the, like a pole, the like phone box, there. yeah, and all the. The gear, more often than not, has been stolen or taken by the that's phone true. company. So it's just, it's like a metal box with and the who's gonna wiring in it. who's going to use a public phone that's been pissed on by who knows how many people? Oh, yeah, dude. Remember those days? Oh, <laughs> You're just like yeah. holding it away. You're like, hello, how are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if you use a fucking, uh, what is it, a uh, paperclip, you can get long distance calls. No, <laughs> Come on, man. It's Matthew Broderick in War Games. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's my uh, that'll totally work. deficit pick of the week. War Games, Matthew Broderick. That's uh, apropos right now for because the government shut down. Actually, so. they're voting right now on whether to. Oh please, whether to what? So, Not have a black no. president anymore. <laughs> right, <laughs> that may this be black coming. president. I mean, yes, I'm totally against the laws. No, you're against black presidents. Just, just fess up to it, guys. Come on. So, uh, no, the Senate, um, the leaders of the Republican and Democratic uh, sides of the Senate. They're going to circle jerk and whoever (laughs) nuts. They lose. No, actually, they got together and they created a bill that at least reopens the government and raises the debt ceiling for the next five five months. Congressional circle jerk. Go, guys. That's a nasty circle jerk. That's that is like one 535 of the people. That's just like old men. Oh my God, dude. Just get that on fucking recording. Oh. It'd be like, no, yeah. No, better get, be like, don't. <laughs> it would be like a, it'd be like the most disgusting flash mob you've ever seen. Oh, it's a jizz mob, not a flash mob. <laughs> it's a jizz mob. Oh, the jizz mob. Uh, a congressional so, jizz mob. So, okay. So they're voting on nice. it now. Yeah, and so Obama said that as soon as it's given to him, he'll sign it. So the only thing holding it up is the House. And the House um, Speaker, John, House? John, John Boner, that, <laughs> that fucking asshole. John Boner? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's not his name. It's not Boner, is it? It's Boehner, but it's spelled oh, okay. B-O-E-H-N-E-R. <clears throat> oh, okay. So it's Boner. Oh, it's total Boner. He's <laughs> yeah. called Boner. It's Boner's to Bone from fucking, um, uh, what's it called? Shit, stepped on your cap. What? 
Felix is right under my feet again. Oh, my God. Boners uh, to bone. So Boner said that he was not going to block the bill in the House. So that means it will come up for a vote. And in all likelihood, everyone but the Tea Party and like the really hardline fiscal conservative Republicans uh-huh. will vote to pass it, which means it will pass the House. Um, but then, then what's going to happen, though? Are they going to... Well, so what this piece of legislation does is it takes... Um, it raises the debt ceiling through um, January. Uh-huh, which does nothing. Well, it, it at least takes the pressure Through January? Off. It's like two right. months? <laughs> Not yeah. even. It's like, come on, guys. Right. So they've, they've done this for the last like, four or five years, though, is they just keep moving the goalposts. They never address anything. They just, oh, we're going to fix it. And then they bicker yeah. uh, in between times. And then we have these cataclysmic government shutdown and default on debt. Stuff like that. So the debt ceiling is raised through February. So they're going to have that argument again in like four months. Oh, my God. Um, And that's the the highlights. At least the federal government will reopen. All of those people at like the FDA and the CDC who are supposed to be protecting us from, you know, illnesses and and poison. That's all going to open back up. It'll open back up. And all those people will get back to work, which is important. Yeah, we need that. Jesus Christ, at least. I know a few people who work for the feds, <laughs> and they've been out of work this whole time, and they're like, nah. I'm, you know, we're okay for a little while. Well, yeah, dude, it's expensive to live around here. All right, right. so um, we need to call Neil deGrasse Mike Tyson uh, for just a guy. little bit. Yeah. Just because uh, he wants to explain uh, gravity, I guess, right? Uh, Was that it? The movie? Yes. He wants to explain himself on gravity. If he doesn't answer, I'm hanging up. Mr. Tyson, Mr. Neil deGrasse, Mike Tyson. Hello. Uh oh. Mr. Tyson. His technology. Put it on speakerphone, Mr. Neil deGrasse, Mike Tyson. Come on. So he knows how to use a super collider yes. really well, but, but he, he cannot answer the phone. His to technology save his life. skills are lacking. Hmm. Very much so. Well, while, while we're waiting for him to figure yeah. out how to turn on his phone, <laughs> um, how about this for fucking chuckles, dude? What? Um, so the Vatican apparently, uh-huh. uh, creates a new like coin every time there's a new Pope. Yeah. And so for Pope Francis's, uh, coin, um, they spelled Jesus wrong. Well, they spelled it with a G? No, they spelled it with an L. What? It's Jealous? L- <laughs> no, it, it's Lesus. Wait, hold on. Hello? It's Lesus. L-E-S-U-S. <laughs> Lesus. <laughs> they spelled their own fucking God's name wrong. Were they drinking too much of the wine there, or too Maybe. much of the sacrament? That, that could be taking the sacramental coke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't believe it. All right, hey Neil deGrasse Tyson, you call me back, okay? All right. So, <laughs> jeez Louise. So anyway, yeah. No one knows how to spell check, even at the Vatican, and even with the name. There we go. Jesus Christ. They probably spell Hello? It all the time. Mr. Tyson. Oh, it's still connecting. And now it's calling him back? I don't know. Jeez. Skype, uh, get with it. This isn't Skype. This is Mr. Tyson here. This is Neil deGrasse Mike Tyson. Uh, Alright. He's a genius in everything but. <laughs> Hello? Mr. Mr. DeGrasse Tyson. Hello? Mr. Neil deGrasse Mike Tyson. Welcome back, sir. And well, congratulations on turning your phone on the right. Now. Turning your phone on the right. Hello. Uh, this is world-renowned astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Mike Tyson. Can I help you? Uh, yes, I uh, remember you were supposed to be a guest on our show tonight for a little while. You wanted to explain gravity? Yes, you, you, gravity, oh, that, that is the force that attracts us all to the Earth. 
Yes, we know that. But what did you want to say about the actual movie Gravity itself? We heard that you wanted to explain yourself to the public. And this is your forum right here, Mr. Uh, Neil deGrasse, Mike Tyson. Did you not read my tweets? Okay, well, just give me I didn't. I didn't read your tweets, no. Oh, well, I was all over the Twitter. One moment here. Oh, you were all over the Twitter? All over the Twitter. You can use that, Twitter, but you can't use... That sounds Twitter. dirty. <laughs> you, you guys called my computer and my phone. Uh, no, because you didn't have it open on your phone. It was open. My phone was ringing. But I would like to talk about the recent movie, Gravity, <laughs> starring Sandra Bullock and some guy. And there's a No, that's George Clooney, a.k.a. Batman, dude. Come on. He was the best Batman in your eyes, remember? Nipples yeah. Batman. Oh, yes. Nipples and Codgy. Don't you have a uh, don't you have a poster? Don't you have isn't that you said it was your favorite Batman and you you went to the actual premiere of the movie and they signed the poster for you and everything? Yeah, it was Batman and Robin. Okay. Very good movie. I have a poster of, of Robin dropping the bat soap. Oh, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and getting bat pulled. Yes. It's a deleted scene in the bat shower. Oh god. Yes, but what I would like to say about the movie Gravity, a couple of things. I would like to know why Sandra Bullock, who is playing a medical doctor, is servicing the Hubble Space Telescope. Why do they have a doctor up there? Because they want to spend everything up into space. They want to send a doctor. I think next they're going to send a monkey. Huh. Right? They're going to send us a monkey next time. I think that they may have For done For Gravity 2? Yeah, Gravity 2 is going to be all monkeys. It's going to be like the... Um, uh, it's the going to be Link. It's going to be like Link. Remember that TV show? No. Where all the, all the chimpanzees just chewed on lettuce and they just made them talk, but they're actually chewing on lettuce. Look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about, guys. Link, monkeys in business suits. Boom. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. How long did that last? It lasted a while. Really? Yeah. Link, man. Monkeys in business suits. It was, uh, yeah, they had them uh, chewing on um, leaves because I would always, as a kid, I would look for the leaves because they would always have, like, <laughs> and they would just like subtitle dialogue over the monkeys. That's what Gravity 2 is going to be. Gravity 2 Link. Yes, Gravity 2 Link. It'll be, uh, I don't know. I always thought Link was that gay little elf. No, that's, that's um, Zelda. <laughs> I thought Zelda was the princess. No, because Link was a detective. It was a detective monkey. And yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even come up on IMDb. Oh, I don't think it would. <laughs> it's so old school, man. So, okay, so what about Sandra Bullock and monkeys? Well, that's a completely different story. Hold on, hold on a second, Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. We're rating this weed here. What do you rate that pineapple that we just had? Oh, the golden pineapple. That golden was pineapple. I did like that, and it got me stoned almost instantly. Yeah, that stuff was really good. So um, I'll say uh, nine out of ten uh, purple pineapples. Turn down the volume, Mr. Tyson. Uh, yeah, I rated. Um, uh, yeah, about 8 out of 10. Now, yeah, about 9 out of 10 um, sticky pineapples. You're echoing there, sir. Are you smoking uh, any herb or drinking there, sir? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> well, are you doing both or what? <laughs> yes, I was of recently partaking in some confidential cheese. Confidential cheese. Okay, I've heard of that stuff. Yes, it is a cross between LA confidential and cheese. LA? <laughs> and cheese? Elway? What is it? Lost sandwiches. Can you say Waskily Rabbit? <laughs> Waskily Rabbit. It was a cross between what now? LA, LA Confidential and cheese. So they took actual cheese and mixed it with wheat. 
No, those are two strains. Oh, okay. So what do you rate that, Mr. Uh, Neil deGrasse? Actor, I was very happy. It was not top shelf. It was a little cheaper, but it was just as good as a top shelf. I would give it uh, five out of five stinky cheeses. Oh, nice. And what are you drinking there, sir? Cheap-ass Safeway Brands uh, bourbon. Can't you afford more than that? Don't you have your own show and... Don't you have like Star Time with Neil deGrasse, uh, Neil deGrasse, Mike Tyson uh, podcasts? I am a physicist, sir. We are very frugal. Frugal with uh, money or alcohol? Both. No. Oh. I think I am echoing. How do I not do that? You turn down the volume. Stop the saying the same thing twice. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so about gravity, sir. Come on, you're taking up our time here on the show. Oh, yes. Uh, speaking of Sandra Bullock, I would like to know why her hair in otherwise convincing zero-G scenarios, did not float freely off her head. Uh, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Lots why didn't it Why didn't it float? Lots of hairspray. There you go. She had helmet head. Hairspray. Helmet also, head. The Hubble. The Hubble. I just explained that one. Okay, next. miles up. The International Space Station, uh-huh. 230 miles up. And there's also a Chinese space station. How are they all in line of sight of one another? How? How? I think they all got hit up by the debris that was going the wrong way, you said. Oh, that's that's another point of contention here. Satellite communication. Oh, wait. Oh, I apologize. What? <laughs> Where are you? Are you in a cave somewhere? Yes. I am in my man cave. Ew. Okay. So. <laughs> okay, what was it now? Well, let's see. There's also the fact that satellite... You're talking about satellite communications. They were disrupted? Uh, no, I was talking about debris. Oh, yes. The space station orbits... All space stations, all satellites orbit east to west, yet the debris was orbiting west to east. Oh, so it was orbiting in the wrong direction of the, the planet. The wrong direction. Oh, I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, what else, Mr. Tyson? That was the weird. The satellite communications were disrupted at 230 miles up, but communications satellites orbit 100 times higher. But I thought... Um, <laughs> I thought... Uh, well, I thought the communications were out in their suits, not the whole communications route. You know, that's what, that's what I thought. I didn't think it was like, oh, we can't get any communications up here. No, nope, they had no communications because the satellites were supposed to be down, but the satellites wouldn't have been down. Well, were they working on a communication satellite, Dina? The communication satellites were 100 times higher. Oh. What did you think of the movie, Mr. Neil deGrasse, Mike Tyson? I thought it was quite amazing. I liked it. What was your it's favorite part? It's a sci-fi film, and it's good to see people getting interested in astrophysics, even if the movie is horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> what about, hey, but what about, like, what was your favorite part? Oh, I like Sandra Bullock's hair. <laughs> really? That was your favorite part, her hair? Yeah. Out of all those amazing shots, her hair stuck out. Really? It was, it was pretty nice. She's, she's pretty hot for her age. What is she, uh-huh. like 60, 70? <laughs> <laughs> what? She's like 40. She's like 40. You need to get um, some new glasses there. Get a new prescription there, Mr. Neil deGrasse, Mike Tyson. Yes, I she's do. She's like 40. No, she's like 40, 53, 47. I don't know. 47, 53, whatever. <laughs> 47, 53, you know. 49. So, 49. So you, so to you, she looks 70. Oh, I, I think she looks about 
early to mid 40s. I just thought she was 70. She's been around forever. Ever yeah. since that, uh, what was it? Demolition Man? What was it called? Demolition Man. <laughs> what was that? I have no idea. I know Demolition Man. That one too. That was, that was a great movie. I don't know Demolition Man. Was he oh, wishing also, on something? How come George Clooney was exp- explaining the effects of oxygen deprivation to a medical doctor? Don't you think that she might know that already? Well, I think he, I think he was trying to just think of stuff to tell her when she trying to calm her down. Oh, I see. Like trying see. to make conversation. It's almost like this is just a movie. <clears throat> well, no, because he's um, yeah, almost. But he's uh, he's trying to get her to calm down because she's hyperventilating in her suit. And yeah, so I think he's trying to say anything to calm her down at that point. Trying to Wait, remind. Yeah, I think he's. Down. I think he's reminding her, even though she does know, but she's panicking and losing it. Well, that, it like, like this is what will happen. You know, it. remember. You know, your oxygen's going to thin out if you keep hyperventilating like that in your suit. Right. You know, because she was panicking at that point. You know, she's floating out in the middle of nowhere and her oxygen's like at 15%. <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah, how awesome would that be? <laughs> and he's a trained astronaut who's been out a lot. You know what I mean? So, you know, whatever. Maybe I will see this movie. I thought you already saw it. What? Uh, yeah, uh, again. Maybe I'll <laughs> oh. see it again. Oh, maybe. So what, what else? What else? Oh, that's that's pretty much it for my tweets. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's it for your tweets? Those, those, those the only tweets I set out. Oh God! All right, Mr. Neil deGrasse, Mike Tyson. We will see Stop. you on the flip side. Yeah, you guys have a fun night. Okay. I'm going to go smoke some more confidential teas. All right, take it easy. Later. See ya. Okay, we need to get rid of him. I can't have him on the whole time. Oh, man. <clears throat> okay, so. Oh, where was it? I was going to look. show you this. If I can find it. Find it faster this way. <laughs> well, if you can, I got something. Okay, you got to go while I'm looking for this. All right. So, um, Watchdogs and the crew are delayed. In yeah, I was going to bring that. What? Watchdog? Okay, I know Watchdogs was. What's the crew? Um... I think that's a gang-based one, but I can't remember. A gang-bang one? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all the crew. No, gang-bang. A, a gang-based MMO, I think. Oh. Um, but No, I think the crew was that, um, I think it was that car racing game. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, the one I care about is Watch Dogs anyway, so that'll be between April and June <sighs> of next year. Dude, why? What the fuck, man? Yeah, that was a gigantic cock tease Ubisoft. Why did they even do that, man? They're pushing and pushing this fucking thing. And it's just like, oh, God. Yeah, they're pushing it and pushing it. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah, pushing it, pushing it. It'll be release title. Oh, wait, no. No, we'll push it back to spring. Six months. What? Oh, man. At least. So it's going to come out alongside of what? It's going to come out alongside of uh, uh, Titanfall. Be? Yeah, exactly. I think. That'll be difficult. I think oh yeah, I think it's Titanfall. Okay, so here's the new Joker. Here we go. Wow. <laughs> this is the same guy who did Booker um, DeWitt. Bronies.com. Okay, here's his. Bronies, huh? No, he's reading from um, Killing Joke. Is. It's the, uh, is this New York Comic Con? Yes. Okay. Here he goes. Memories can be vile. Repulsive.
impulsive little brutes like children, I suppose. <laughs> but can we live without them? Memories are what our reason is based upon. If we can't face them, we deny reason itself. Although, why not? We are contractually tied down to rationality. <laughs> there is no sanity clause. So when you find yourself locked onto an unpleasant train of thought, heading for the places in your past where the screaming is unbearable, remember, there's always madness. You can just step outside and close the door and all those dreadful things that happened, you can lock them away. Madness is the emergency exit. <laughs> sounds like the Joker, right? Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you know, it's it's much more like the Mark Hamill kind of Joker than, say, Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's going to be the Joker for Arkham Origins. Ah. Oh, that's so what he's the, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got to sound like Hamill then. Yes, that is the Arkham Origins Joker. So he's the voice of the Joker for Arkham Origins. So yeah, that'd be cool. Cool. Yeah, I was really iffy on what the fuck he's going to sound like. Mm. Like, I don't know. I, to be honest, I didn't even know Joker was in Origins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. It's the origins of, like, Joker and Batman. Or I thought it was just Batman's origins. And then, like, he starts running into people that he'll be, you know, his iconic nemeses later. Well, uh, I don't know. Okay, so let's go over something we both saw, or I saw. Uh, Sleepy Hollow. Uh, yeah, I thought I caught <laughs> up and I'm one episode back. Or Sleepy Hollow. Oh, did it get all ghetto? No. Oh, but I well, it has I two sisters in it. Yeah, I saw where the uh, other sister escaped. Sleepy Holla! So that was last yeah. episode. Not this most recent one, but the one before it, right? Yes. Um, which pisses me off. Oh, this is my biggest gripe. Uh, hey, sports, get your own fucking channel. We don't need to be on channel two anymore. Get away. They've delayed it three weeks now since this last Sleepy episode. Holla? Yeah. Well, because of fucking sports. What sports are? Baseball. World Series shit. Hey. Yeah, they always do this, and I always forget every season they always do this shit. I'm like, God damn it, right when I'm getting into a show, and it kills the momentum to every fucking show. You know, they lose at least a million viewers, if not more, every time this shit happens. And it's fucking annoying, man. You think so? Now with DVRs, I bet people will stick with it. But it doesn't matter, even though with um, it kills the momentum. It just kills it. And also, people go, oh yeah, that show. Three weeks, dude, is a long time. Yeah, no, that's true. That's fucking ridiculous. And all because of stupid fucking sports. Don't they have us fucking... Don't, okay, we're in the cable era now. Just like I don't have to watch the Jerry Lewis telethon every fucking year, I shouldn't have to watch Super Bowls or World Series anytime. I don't think those... Yeah, I think they should have their own channel. Hmm. I think... Well, they, they, ha they, they have do. ESPN and all this other shit. CBS Sports also. But it's just this commercialism that fucking Fox, oh, we need to make more money than we already have because we already have shitty programming and we're barely hanging on to what we fucking have right now. You know, Fox makes the stupidest decisions around sports because sports brings in so much money every year. You know? There's enough channels out there to get your own. Okay, right. so Sleepy Hollow. 
There are. Stop disrupting my fucking shows, sports. Stop it. Now. There we go. <laughs> There's enough people to watch sports that you are going to keep showing. I know. <laughs> I know. And no one is going to listen. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, so... So yes, the Sleepy Hollow last night. So what? So rate your episode then, since I rated mine. Uh, so the episode that I last saw was with the Sandman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was creepy, right? That was. I mean, that guy. Whoo! And like the eyeball bursting into poofs of sand. Yeah, I yeah. That was a nice little touch. Um, so I do like the monsters that the show has, but I sometimes yeah. they overact. I think that's my problem. Is there just just a little bit of overacting in some of it? I think it's supposed to be overacted. You think so? Oh I don't yeah, know. dude. Just the way they over they over roll plot lines. Hey, what are you doing in here? Oh, we snuck in here. Oh, here's the key. You know, they just snuck. You know, they mm. just roll over shit. It's supposed to be a goofy show. Yeah, you keep I, saying that, but I, I, the more I watch it, the less I think that there's not that much humor in it. There's humor in it. I think it's unintentional humor. I don't think it's written to be funny. Oh, you don't think? Well, no, dude. And he's talking to the OnStar lady. That's fucking hilarious. Um. Uh, remember in the very beginning, he was talking to her, and, right? And it's it's a clever way of giving a backstory, and also a clever way of him interacting with this world, right? But I didn't find any humor in it. It didn't make me laugh. No, it was just like, oh yeah, that's another example of him being or learning about the new culture he's in. Yes, you know, it didn't strike me as humorous. Um, so, but nevertheless, I mean, I do like the monsters and some of the uh, the concepts behind the. Uh, evil creatures and whatnot are cool. And I don't know, we'll see more of the human mysticism part, like what the witches can do and all that shit I'm, later, I'm sure. Um, so let's see. Overall, it advanced the plot well, too. You found out more about the sister and like what happened when yeah. they were being questioned by like the F... Was it the FBI or was it... Poli- it was police, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the FBI. And now, like, yeah, the sister went back to jail. Right. And she's apparently on Nikita, so they're gonna you're not gonna see her for a while. Yeah. Well she's gone uh she cut out, right? She she bailed from the insane asylum or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and she's gonna out. yeah, and she's gonna be on yeah, all these weird fucking other I think she's on Nikita, that USA show. Oh, oh so oh, so she won't be a character, you mean? No, she so might come be back at the end. On the run, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, she might come back at the end of the season. Right. Like I'm back and I've got the thing. Yeah. And then now in this one, Ichabod, it would be cool if she turned bad, if she got corrupted. That would be really cool. She could. Right. But it would be a, a cool way to spin the plot line, make it sister against sister. It'd be a lot more sister, sister, <laughs> but not the good kind. <clears throat> oh, man. So uh, so in this one, oh, I remember that Billy Ocean song. So anyway, sorry. Um, I'll say uh, three and a half out of five uh, bursting eyeballs. For what was it? Episode. I rated it that last for, week. You did. Yep. Bursting eyeballs. Yep. Bursting eyeballs of sand. Oh, shit. Um, so five out of five. Creepy no. Bad mouth. to your families. Yeah. <laughs> Cre- creepy no mouths. <clears throat> yeah, those things are weird looking. Okay, here's the Billy Ocean song. Remember? Okay, we'll play it in a second. But um, this week, it was all about um uh uh God. Damn it. Maybe I should have had Neil deGrasse Mike Tyson on. But, um, <laughs> no, it was all about the missing uh, Mayflower people. Uh, what are they called? The, uh, not Mayflower. Um, the, start with a G. The Roanoke. People. The Roanoke. It was about the Roanoke. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Remember this song? Come on. 
No. Yeah. Remember this? This is that other Billy Ocean song. That was actually pretty cool. No. Oh, wait. Now I do, yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard the intro. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Um, so, so basically he finds the missing people of Roanoke, and um, um, Pestilence has been keeping him hostage, basically. And one of the kids that's being kept hostage is lured out of the um, place where they're being kept, and okay. he starts spreading a plague throughout the world. Not throughout the world, but throughout the town. It starts spreading. Oh, I saw the trailers at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, okay, what do you rate the um, the Harlequin? We just I smoked like a bowl of that. It's good. It's nice and smooth, right? It is, yeah. Not a lot of uh, harsh smoke to it. Yes. Um, Mellow High. I think you're right. It is high, high in CBD, as you were saying before. Um, yeah, it's almost like a uh, almost like a um, Jamaican me crazy. Yeah, Jamaican kind of. me crazy type. I do like it better than Jamaican me crazy though, taste really? wise. Yeah, it does taste better. Jamaican me crazy has a really harsh taste. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah. Here we go, guys. Said. Here we go. Ooh. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Remember this shit? Yes, unfortunately. Um, no, I rated. Um, Five. Uh, probably a seven out of ten. Not about eight out of ten. I was going to say seven and a half. Eight out of ten Harlequits. Harlequits? Harlequins. Harlequins. Yeah, so it's the missing people of Roanoke. Yeah. The kid spreads a disease. They have to get the kid back. To Roanoke? To Roanoke so the disease will stop. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Roanoke's a magic place now, huh? Yeah. It's like a um, like it's, they're being trapped there, like in a time zone, mm-hmm. almost. It's really weird. And yeah. that's where they went to. The, those guys went to uh, Sleepy Hollow, I guess, when they were missing. So what's the rumor about them, real? No one knows. Um, I read about it at one point. Let's see what I can remember. Uh, basically, they were one of the first colonies in uh, Virginia, right? And uh-huh. Was it North Carolina? Let's see, I can't even remember. Uh, well, let's listen to some Billy Ocean like that. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, come on now. Basically, what happens is that this um, this colony immediately starts having problems, right? They uh-huh. can't grow enough crops. Yes. Um, they they started out. I think it was mostly men, only a few families. They brought some families over later. Uh huh. Um, but they just couldn't ever take off. They had problems with the local oh, Indians. I'm on mic. Oh. Uh, is that better? Yeah, now I can hear you better. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, then, uh, the governor goes back to England Uh to bring over more people and say, oh, we got this great place, but a bunch of people had died from disease and starvation and stuff. So they were, oh yeah, we got this great place. We're all dying. (laughs) Come and hang out with us. We're all dead. Without the internet, you can editorialize a little bit, you know, (laughs) leave out the important stuff. But anyway, he he was trying to bring over another crop of, of settlers. And, Uh um, when he came back with not as many as he had hoped, but some people, um, there were no people in the town. Like everyone had just disappeared. It's like a Pompeii type thing. Yeah. But was everything still made up? Was everything, was it like... No, these people just disappeared off the face of the earth. Some people say that, um, you know, they, they went to live with the Indians and so intermarried. Yeah. Uh, some people and they, say... And they just went, like, they just, they just mixed in with the Indians and just um, escaped that way. 
Right. Like not escape, but they just their whole race just went interwoven into Indians, just like that's right. And I mean, there is some, I guess, uh, anthropological evidence to support that. They've found people who are almost full blood Native American, but they have blue eyes and blonde hair. And the there we go distance back with which they would have had those genes inserted into their bloodline, they would have placed it about the time of Roanoke. So anyway, and one of the things that's always been like part of the mystery is that when the colony was lost, um, uh-huh. a tree had carved into it a certain word. And where the fuck is it? It's Croatoa. It's over here. Oh, it's over here. Right. We're out in the forest now where it is. Right. Where is it? Is it over to the left or right of us? Krakatoa. Wasn't it? No, Krakatoa is in Russia. <laughs> That's an actual spot. The word was uh, Croatoan. Croatoa. And it was carved into a fence post. I'm going to name my metal band Croatoa. The missing people will be the single. Or, yeah, missing tribe. Croatoa. Is there a metal band called Croatoa? There has to be. Someone's, yeah. Right. We're Croatoa. <laughs> right. The devil came and swallowed the town. No, we are what swallowed the town. Right. So no one knows what happened to these people. That's fucking weird, man. There's always weird shit like that throughout the world. Right. I th- That stuff trips me out, man. This shit's creepy. If you Google Croatoan, it's like everything is about Roanoke. There's not anything. The TV, the TV show, show uh, Supernatural had an episode called Croatoan. That's the only thing oh, that yeah. isn't it's like. Probably, a, they all probably looked in mirrors and combed their hair. <laughs> They're like, hey man, I'm pretty good looking. So am I, man. This is cool. Croatoan. Croatoa, bruh. They just looked in the mirror. They're like, Croatoa. Yeah, that's my imitation. I've never seen the show, so. Neither have I. That's that's. I was just rolling with you. All I see is two like model type guys on the cover. I'm just like, okay, they just brush each other's hair. (laughs) (laughs) Thousand strokes a day. (laughs) They're like freaking horses. (laughs) They just comb each other's hair all day. Maybe that's why they're supernatural. (laughs) Yeah. So Croatoa. Yeah, I never heard of it before this. I didn't know what it was about. So it was all about those people and the missing people of Roanoke. So. Roanoke Colony, yeah. And they were speaking um, uh, Middle English. Well, Where is it, it would be Elizabethan or Victorian English. They called it Middle English or not Middle English? They called it... Um, it was in 1590 that I know, but they had a name for it. And it was actual English, but it was like the first version of it. Well, from Britain. Yeah. So it, at the time, 1590, I don't know who the king was. I, I think they called it Middle English. And it was a weird, you could understand it. It was almost like Pig Latin, sort of. It was weird. But it's an actual language, I guess, that no one uses anymore. Well, yeah, because our language has evolved from. Evolved to what? Twitter and hashtag handles. Yeah. <laughs> We've evolved to hashtag handles and um, LOLs and. Yeah, ROFLs. <laughs> yeah, hashtag handles and emoticons. That's what we. That's what we evolved into. <laughs> yeah. If they could only see us now. We used to carve into rocks. What do you do? Oh, I put out hashtag handles. And <laughs> What's a hashtag? <laughs> so, yeah. So, 
<laughs> Man, it's pretty gnarly out here in Roanoke. Yeah, lots of bugs and shit. <coughs> we decided to travel to Roanoke while talking about it. <coughs> but I'm looking... There's the tree with Krakatoa. <coughs> <laughs> Finally, Jesus Christ. So the people went to Russia? <coughs> or what's it called? Croatoa. There it is. I'm dyslexic. I read it backwards. So is it carved down? I think it's carved down, right? Or is it carved up? Oh, I don't recall. So... Depend if you're Japanese, you'd read it, or Chinese, you'd read it going backwards. So it'd be now a traco. Now a traca. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's my new metal band. Now a traca. Could be called Burning Hell Babies. Yeah, now a cracker. What is it? Now a traca. What is it? I want to sing about the Moona and the Juna and the Springer. Croatoa, and it's spelled going across the tree, and it's carved into the tree. Do you think it was the people who took them? Uh, I couldn't say. I mean, is it, it an acronym for something? But so whoever carved it used C or a K? C. Oh, really? I thought I'm thinking a K. So whoever carved it knew to write in English, even if it was. Obtuse. They were using English letters, right? They were uh-huh. using the European alphabet. <clears throat> they weren't using like whatever the native tribes may have written in. Um, yeah, it's so spooky out here, guys. It is a little bit. It's weird. There's a weird vibe out here. So, but nevertheless, Whoa. it's um, you know, one of those things. Yeah, you'll never know the answer. Yeah, that's weird. So there's nothing, no trace. There's not, a tracker couldn't go, oh, they walked north. No. They didn't even know what direction they went. So I think I'm just talking to aliens, people. Come on. There you go. Right? That's the most logical. That's some um, Occam's Razor. <laughs> Occam's Razor. It's my new metal band. Uh, it'll be called, yeah, Arkham's Razor. And opening for them will be uh, Croatoa. And then after that will be... Uh, What's her name? What's her name? Where, where are we going here? What was the name of the... On the tree? Croatoan. Croatoa and then Krakatoa. So Krakatoa... Or Croatoa will be headlining. Krakatoa will open up for Arkham's Razor. And that'll be my metal band. It's like three metal bands. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and it'll, 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 yeah, it'll we'll, we'll be playing like in the Black Rocks. Or we'll be playing in the Black Forests of Germany. Right? Sure, if you say so, man. Yeah. It'll be this black metal. You're the metalhead. Yeah, it'll be black metal. I'll be playing in the forest of black forests of Germany. So yeah, it's pretty weird. So I rate um, Sleepy Hollow. Uh, yeah, it's getting you a good um, horror lesson or a good uh, history lesson. You know, without knowing it. Uh, three to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and four to five plague kids. Yeah, Krakatoa. Nice. Or no, what was it? Croatoan. Oh, Croatoan. <laughs> Grow a toe in. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. Man. All right. If let's you say so. Well, <laughs> all right. What do you got? Um, so where to go? Um, a bunch of pot news. Uh, the Obama administration, the Department of Justice, U.S. Attorney's Office, uh, has dropped all charges against California landlords 
who are renting to dispensaries. Nice. So Obama, so far as being true to his word, that he's honoring uh, the laws of the state as long as the companies or, you know, the dispensaries aren't selling to children or facilitating trafficking. Yeah, same as like a liquor store not selling to kids, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking cool. So I thought that was really cool. Go Obama on that one. That's about time. Um, And then uh, this one is weird. Um, so Denver, Colorado is trying to, or some people on the, um, in, uh, city hall, they're the mayor and the, you know, all yeah. the elected officials, uh-huh. they're trying to create an ordinance that would make, um, smells something people could call police about. Um, for instance, so if someone if, farts in your face, you can call the cops. This guy farted in my face. No, it's more like if you're uh-huh. at, uh, your house. And someone next door lights a joint up outside in a uh-huh. state where it's perfectly legal yes. to smoke marijuana now. Yes. Um, within reason, of course. Uh, that person who has the smoke going into the yard, their yard could call the police and complain and say, that smell is disturbing my house. That'll never pass. Because you could go, oh, I don't like people barbecuing. Ex- I don't like exactly. the smell. That'll and that's never the pass. argument against it, but they're trying to pass this. So that would make <laughs> it so people who are legitimately, you know, they're of age yeah. and being responsible. No. Right. And barbecuing could be a problem. Cigarette smoking. It's called living cigar. in society, people. Come on. Get yeah. used to it. Jesus fucking Christ. If yeah. you want to do that, live in a bubble. Right. Jesus, man. You can only be so private. You know what I mean? You're well, going to smell your neighbors. You, you can't, yeah, you can't regulate the air. Not to yeah. that degree. You can regulate a company dumping toxic shit into the air and yes. killing people. But a little bit of smoke from your neighbor, whether it be barbecue smoke, cigarette, smoke, whatever. cigarette cigar, fucking, I don't know what else, sage. Yeah, you know. the, these are the people that walk by smoke and they're like, <coughs> yeah. <coughs> I'm coughing. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, those are those people. Right. Um, so fuck them and Denver, don't you dare. I used to flick my cigarette in the back of their heads when I used to smoke. <laughs> really? I used to. I swear to God, they'd cough and be like, boom, flick it at them. They'd be like, fuck you. I'd be like, what? They started it. Yeah, don't start shit you can't finish, motherfucker. <laughs> the other thing I saw that was, <laughs> that was bizarrely interesting is this. Yes. The TSA released a statement saying TSA security officers do not search for marijuana or other drugs in the event of a substance that appears to be marijuana. I just heard about that, too. TSA will refer the matter to a law enforcement officer. Whether or not marijuana is considered medical marijuana under local law is not relevant to TSA screening because TSA is governed by federal law. uh, And that law provides no basis to treat medical marijuana differently. Even if an item is generally permitted, it may be a subject to additional screening. Da, da, da. The final decision rests with TSA on whether to allow any items on the plane. So if you have a fairly liberal TSA security <clears throat> officer, they may let you go. Everybody, here's 20 bucks. I got an eighth on me. I know people that travel, um, comics that travel, they'll tell them, go, I got weed right here. And they'll be like, okay, cool. And not even give a shit. <laughs> well, come on. It's fucking weed. Well, I know. That's what they're saying. It's like, whatever. And they're honest about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, comics will do all... Yeah, they'll go through with weed all over the place. And I've also heard that you can actually bring weed and also into other states and stuff. States that have the same law. Right. Hopefully, I don't know. But yeah, but I've also heard you have to have residence to get your license in another state. Right. Which makes sense. It's like, come on. 
Well, so just this, get a PO box. <laughs> yeah, there's an attorney from Normal who said that he's uh, National Organization for Marijuana for the Reform of Marijuana yeah. Laws. Uh, normal. So anyway, they um, this Keith Stroop guy. He uh, says that there are reports of people uh, being able to fly from one state to another if both were medical marijuana states. Yes. Uh, legally. I think I said it. And then, uh, you know, flying, like, say, within California, flying from San Francisco to L.A., they, um, you know, no problems there either. So, you know, again, it's one more liberalization of uh, banning something that never should have been banned. No shit. Well, it's only because the tree people. Right. By that, you mean the logging barons and everything. No, what's his face? That one guy. William Randolph Hearst yes. is the big guy, yeah. Yeah, but Hearst were, Castle. Burn it down! There were plenty of other things. I know. Whatever. Okay, so let's rate. So yeah, as far as I'm concerned, weed should be legal. I think it will be. They'll just tax the shit out of it. Yeah. But then That's I'm fine. growing that shit in my backyard. Yeah, and so will everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people will. Yeah, I'll build myself a little fucking glass greenhouse. Yeah, it's like, why not? I don't know why, and it's also being produced, like we said earlier, I think last podcast, it's being produced in California now mm-hmm. as a product for hemp. Right, industrial hemp, not a psychogenic. Is, that dust? Is it? Better not take the <laughs> chance. I said better not take the chance. Dude, there's still some meat in there. So that was, um, okay, that was, uh, we didn't smoke, did we smoke some of this? What's that? PR Noir. Peanut No Ear. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. <laughs> we just I'm smoked, confused. I know. We just smoked Star Dog. Uh, that's always a good one. <clears throat> Eight out of ten. Uh, what? Dog stars? We already said Star Dogs last time. Um, we did. Uh, yeah, it's still a good strain. What can you say? Yeah, it's a good strain. I, think I rated still... it eight out of ten last time also. Yeah, so... I've had it like four times in a row. So that's why I didn't pick it this time. Right. I know. But it's good though. I like it's it. It's a good one. And they didn't have much sativa and I felt like getting sativas. Although I ended up with another indica that snuck by me. Oh, Pierre Noir. Yeah, peanut Noir. I think we did smoke it. I just totally forgot. We'll have to smoke another bowl of it real quick. But while we do that, let's rate. It was also one of the strongest. It was like 24, 25% THC. Oh, yeah. Okay. What is this? Yeah. This is American Horror Story or American Horror Coven. Coven, the Coven. Coven? Like I'm calling it oven? the Coven. <laughs> People, Not a coven? <laughs> yeah, the Coven, they, uh, that's an inside joke for the movie called the, the, I think, the American movie, I think it's called. Yeah, the Coven. That's what they call their movie. The Coven. So anything that's Coven now will be now forever the Coven. Right. So this is American, hist- American uh, horror story, the Coven. Uh, it's awesome. I like it. Uh, I like what they're doing with the characters as far as uh, the new show goes. Um, I like how they're not giving a shit. They're killing people off right away. Oh, yeah. People and that the, you think... The ways that people die are American awesome. horror story. Like the um, like the blonde... Uh, like when... The, uh, spoiler alert if you guys haven't seen it. It's too bad. Like when they gang raped that uh, witch chick. Yeah. Up in the... Um, right. Up in, they gang banged her. And the main blonde kid, he was like in the first one, he was a, he was like a, a school shooter, and the second one, he was a um, like a psych ward kid. 
And in this one, he gets killed off right away. And people are like, oh, that was a bummer. He's a, you say, yeah, he's like the only frat boy who's nice and, and kind of respectful. Yes. And he gets flipped in a fucking, he gets flipped in a, a party bus, Carrie style. Oh, yeah. And like, then the bus blows up. <laughs> so, okay. And the cool thing I like about American Horror Story is a lot of their stories are real. Well, they are based on real people. Like the, um, the uh, what's her face? Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates' character was based on a real person <laughs> who used to actually do that with slaves. Was it the French lady or yes. was it someone from actually the United States? That was her. No, that was the, uh, uh, no, I mean, Kathy Bates is from New Orleans, right? Yes. But there's a historical figure and I, her name escapes me right now. Adam, she was like, French. Frude, Bordeaux, or what is it? It doesn't ring a bell. But anyway, she was supposed to have done that. Yes, that's what it's based on. All, all of the, like, the real horrific shit is based on actual American history. Like, the first season was sort of like, you know, L.A. serial killers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second season was sort of like the doctors that were weird and shit. Right. Uh, I the forget the freaky uh, exper- experiments. Yeah, a couple of, and this one's more like the New Orleans, the, uh, just the dark shit that happened down there in the South. Yeah, the voodoo magic Oh, yeah, shit. just fucking trippy weird shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, I expect to see a lot of animal sacrifices. I mean, Gabriel Human sacrifices, dude. They're just like fucking putting a bullhead on that dude. Yeah. Oh, I always wanted a minotaur. Right. Oh, my God. It's fucking demented shit. Really? Yeah. Or that one dude who had his face completely peeled off his skull so you could see yeah. just his eyes hanging out. Yeah, there. and these guys are in, um, uh, what are they called? The bird cages, those human bird cages. Gibbets. Yeah, gibbets. They're all in wooden gibbets. And they're just sitting there, and one guy's like, shut up before I shove more shit in your mouth. Yeah. And his mouth is, and his so eyes closed. are stitched shut. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. I liked Gabourey Sidibe, though. I thought that was cool. She's a human voodoo doll. Yes. She was just staring at this uh, other witch character, and she jammed a fork into her hand, and the other witch character got hurt. Yes. And then she held a knife up to her neck and said, don't make me do it. Like, how awesome. You could cut your own neck and the person you're looking at could No, I think it's the person you're thinking of. Maybe it's... Just like a voodoo doll. That's how a voodoo doll works. Well, no, you have some physical item of that person, usually like a piece of hair or like a handkerchief or a ring, whatever, from that person attached to the doll somehow. And that's supposed to be what gives it That's true. Right. Because it, it links the doll yeah, so, with the person. Okay, so we're getting ahead of ourselves. So in this Sorry. one, yeah, it's basically it's all about witches. The first episode is called um, Bitchcraft. So this is about New Orleans witches, and uh, basically they already made fun of the Harry Potter thing because it's right. a school for girl witches, right? And they say something about Hogwarts too, don't they? Oh, like Hogwarts. This isn't Hogwarts bullshit or yeah. some weird stuff like that. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a little goofy. But, you know, whatever. The first season was real serious. The second one was over-the-top, just crazy shit. Mm-hmm. This one, I think, is just going to be more like a cult and like cult and uh, witchcraft. Yeah, and voodoo, all that stuff you're saying. Well, I mean, the Kathy Bates character, there's clearly something uh, supernatural about her. Well, she drank that potion. So Kathy Bates' character drinks a potion and gets buried out in the courtyard across the street from her house. Yeah. But I don't think that's on purpose. She didn't look exactly happy about it when she got up, you know? Um, I think she was, uh, I don't know. I think she was uh, given a potion to live forever or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And then she was trapped there 
thinking that someone they buried her alive. I think somebody buried her alive, not knowing she wouldn't die. <clears throat> right. That's what it seemed like. I think Absolutely. what it seems like, it seems like that voodoo chick was coming. That voodoo chick, uh, um, God, what's her name? She played Tina Turner in uh, the Tina Turner movie. She's fucking bunch of sh- Okay, we should look it up. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, man. You have to be prepared for this stuff. Right? Okay, here it is. I just put an AM. Okay, Jessica Lang. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, well. Wow. She's not even in the main part. Oh, well. Well, the voodoo chick goes by, and I think he she gave her the potion because I think she knew people were coming for her. And she wanted to do something. You know what I mean? I think she knew uh, people had found out what she was doing. And uh, they had come for her, the town or whoever the fuck, mm-hmm. and they all buried her alive. Right, yeah, I think one of the slaves probably escaped. That's what it seems like to me. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Seems like a mob supposedly hung her maybe or killed Yeah, they probably her hung her in that courtyard, buried her alive. Or buried her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buried her not knowing she was still alive. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they buried her alive. That would be cruel. But they didn't show that. You no, know? they didn't, but they hinted at it as the fact that she was tied up and gagged. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just like, so you know. So she couldn't make any noise. Yeah, and then they just throw her in the casket, wrap it in chains, and bury her with it. Mm-hmm. Thinking that she'd die that way. Right. You know, but other, uh, but no, she was, uh, what's her face? Um, God, what's her name? Her name is Delphine Laluri. Okay, what's the, uh, so what's the. No, what's it's the, Kathy Bates' character. What's the story on her, though? Because I know that's a real person. Madame Delphine. I think it was, yeah. Madame Delphine. I think they added the Lalori part. So, yeah, but they have uh, Jamie Bauer who plays Adeline. Adeline's the, uh, the retarded chick. Mm-hmm. And the first one, she could see ghosts, you know. Okay. And this one, she's a clairvoyant. And she knows exactly what you're thinking. She knows, you know, exactly what's going through your head. Yeah. <clears throat> And yeah, is right. She knows exactly what's going on with oh, everybody. Oh yeah, she's very perceptive. Yes. So Delphine Lalori was a real person. So okay. So what did she do? Uh, she was uh, about born about 1775. Lived about 1842. Uh, she was a Louisiana-born socialite and serial killer, known for her involvement in the torture and murder of slaves. Yeah. She married three times over the course of her life. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Yeah, that's what's cool about American Horror Story. It's based on real shit. Yeah, there's folklore <laughs> around her. Poor treatment of slaves. Um, so in Poor 19... treatment. Oh, wow. Like 100 years after her death in 1945, um, people allege that LaLaurie had a sadistic appetite that seemed never appeased until she had inflicted one or more of her black servitors with some hideous form of torture. She sounds like a party. Yeah. Sounds like a party girl. And her mansion is still standing in uh, Louisiana. Really? Yeah, 1140 Royal Street. It looks like it's in uh, the um, Bourbon Street <coughs> neighborhood. Yeah. So it'd be like in goth. She'd be like, I live on 1140 Royal Street. Yeah, that could be. Oh, Nicholas Cage bought the LaLaurie house. That's right. Hi, I'm Nicholas Cage. I'm in the... Serial killers who kill black people. And I just bought this house. How much do you buy it for? 
I wouldn't buy that house. Three point four five million dollars. What a fucking creep, dude. Who the fuck would buy that shit? I like to buy houses where a lot of people are killed in. Um, I'm a, uh, I'm a, uh, a collector of weird stuff. Right. Well, isn't his son? I, I collected my wife, Priscilla. I mean, uh, what was her name again? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was Elvis's daughter, Priscilla Presley. Yeah. No, that was his wife. Lisa he, Marie. Yeah. I married Lisa Marie because I like Elvis so much. Yeah. He's weird, dude. Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's a good actor. I like him, man. He's a tri- trippy actor. But it's not surprising. I'm surprised Trent Reznor didn't buy that shit. But, like, he, Trent Reznor, I think, bought a morgue down there when he was, <laughs> when he was like... <laughs> when a he was, morgue. Yeah, well, he bought the Sharon Tate house, the fucking... The, oh, really? Yeah, and recorded uh, his 94 album up there. His, uh, his Closer album hmm. up at the Sharon Tate house. And I think he kept the front door of it. Like, dude, that's just weird, dude. I wouldn't buy that shit. Yeah, that's a little dark. Yeah, that was like his I'm dark phase. You know, and then he moved to New Orleans and bought a fucking morgue and turned that into a house. You know, people like fucking artists do weird shit. Did he sleep in one of the uh, corpse uh, refrigerators? Know. You know, the pullout ones that have the tray? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't buy any of that shit. I wouldn't buy anywhere where people died. It yeah. was like, eh. No, thanks. Although, by the time they get to the morgue, they're already dead, so it's just a place to store meat. Well, yeah, that's true, but still, you know what was there. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I know. But well, yeah, I wouldn't buy that house and live in it, that Eldor Fee house, fucking live in that house. Hell no. Mm-mm. How many people did you kill at say it all? No. No, a lot of it seems to be unsubstantiated reports. Or So I bet you it's countless. Like, they have no idea. Well, they were slaves, and if she was wealthy, she could just buy more. Yeah, I so it's probably just countless. She was killing hundreds. Yeah, that's the <clears throat> fucked up part about it. Jesus Christ. So yeah, so that's so she's gonna be one of the main focal points of this storyline going forward. Oh, clearly because she was resurrected. Yes, because well, no, just released. I guess is a better way to put it. Well, yeah, re- yeah, released. So uh, Jessica Lang is the supreme witch, right? That's what they call her. Yeah. She's the taco supreme. And she's like sucking people's souls out of their face, fucking Life Force style, if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> no, Life Force I've does it a hundred times better, but... I've seen it in a bunch of other <clears throat> mediums, like yeah. books yeah, and no one, Yeah, no one, has, and uh, no one has stealing fucking uh, energy from a human body like Life Force. Uh, yeah, Life Force is... It's, that's like a 1983 movie, and I still haven't seen a better version. Really? Never. Wow. It turns the bones and like they just turn into ashy bone mm. and like you still see spinal fluid and shit kicking around. It's fucking nice shit. Life Force, that's a deficit pick of the week. Life Force, Toby Hooper. It's on Netflix if you still have it. Shane Gray hanging out cast. <laughs> what? <laughs> so Life Force is a horror movie. Uh yeah. Yeah. It's a great horror movie. Uh, full frontal nudity, hot chick. Um, Patrick Stewart's in it. Really? Yeah. Is he, he gets possessed by a woman and acts all feminine. Wow, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah. but- <laughs> it's a stretch for him. Huh? <laughs> yeah, real stretch. <laughs> but he's still bald. This is 83. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's been bald since like two years he has old. Like, yeah, he has like the typical, you know, like the U shape around his head. But it has some color. It's going gray. But yeah, it's just, he's still bald. Like, okay, so back to American Horror Story. 
So yeah, so he's, so Jessica Lange's character sucking their soul out like that shit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And she's on this uh, another quest to be young, just like uh, Florit Defoe or whatever her name is. Yeah, they, none of them want to die. Yeah, this is a weird uh, longevity thing. I think that's going to be a theme going on through the whole show. Sure. Uh, and the kids, so the kids, so there's three chicks, no, four, that four girls, four students. What are they? Eight, they're supposed to be 18 to 19. Yeah. Probably. Late, no, 15. Remember? Cause that chick well, got raped. She's like supposed to be 15. Late teens to young teens, like 15 to 19, maybe yeah, 15 to 19. Um, what are their powers? Uh, so Gabre Sidibe, um, from mother or whatever. Precious. Precious. Yeah. <laughs> mother. <laughs> no, it's called. Raped by her dad, 12-year-old girl, forced to have the baby. Precious. Yeah. Okay, go. Anyway. <laughs> Gabrielle Sidibe, she's yeah. the, the human voodoo doll who can inflict her wounds on other people. Um, the uh, As you said, the girl with Down syndrome, I don't remember her name. She's a clairvoyant. Yeah. She's a clairvoyant, and it seems a bit of an empath, too. Like, uh, she can sense people's emotions. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think she has all that shit. Oh, the whole suite, huh? Interesting to see if she has like telepathy or telekinesis. Or well, that's that the other too. chick. The other chick is telekinesis. Right. So the girl who got gang raped, her <clears throat> she could she just waved her hand and a fucking enormous party bus just went flying down the street. And yeah, she has like carry powers. Yeah. Well, who knows what else she can do? You're right. Yeah. And then the main girl's got the most fucked up one where if she bangs someone, they... Oh, they, that's right. She they fucks like, people to death. Yeah, they have aneurysms and their Damn. fucking head bleeds out. That's right. She, she, she's a death fuck. She's a dead fuck, literally. Yeah. So she fucks her, her high school boyfriend so, and all of a sudden his head like <coughs> almost literally explodes blood out of every Yeah, orifice. yeah, yeah. They, they and she's like, Ugh! and then finds out she's a witch and has to go to this crazy ass school, right? Yes, that's how she found out. And then she revenge fucks someone and makes his head blow up yes yes so. that was cool no she just she whacks him gets him hard yeah and then and then rides him until his head blows up yeah one of the rapists yep yeah that was cool man i like that yeah so yeah. she's like so that was uber dark i liked it a lot yeah so her so and she's the recurring character from all three or, no, she's, she's from the she's first the one. Main character and all. She things? was no, she was the daughter in the first season. Okay, and this is the second time she's been in. She wasn't in second season at all. Ah, and so so people are liking that she's in the show again, and so yeah, so she like uh, just fucks this dude. His fucking he starts bleeding out his ears, eyes, mouth. Right. Uh, yeah, his brain basically explodes, right? Yeah, they have an- <laughs> so the blood vessels in your brain have aneurysms. And so, you so, die. She, so this was she was a virgin, and she's like, okay, this is our first time. Yeah, and he's like, Aah! yeah, and his head fucking goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, we thought it would skip a generation with you. Whoops. Yeah. Oh, it didn't. Uh, we're sending the witch police to come get you. It's like yeah. these guys in black with hats on. They're like, like retarded '80s glasses. <laughs> we're so the we- witch police. Watch out! <laughs> yeah. It's like, really? Yeah. It's like, was... which is a Waverly place? Yeah. Angela Bassett was in for 10 seconds. That's it. Angela Bassett. That's that's Tina Turner. Ah. She played Tina Turner? That was how, that's how she got her fucking Emmy. Or uh, Academy Award. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking, uh, whoever, who was it who played Ike Turner? Just beat the shit out of her throughout the whole movie. I don't want to. Like, shut up. Just beating the shit out of her. And people just like turn around and walk out of the studio. Whoa. Yeah. It was brutal. But yeah, she played getting beat up real good. Um, <laughs> so what do you rate American Horror Story? Well, I so I don't have a basis 
uh, the other seasons. We, we don't really need a basis. I know. Is... I'm just saying that this is my first exposure to American Horror Story, but I got to say I liked it. Um, I liked it a lot, and we've talked about reasons why. I mean, yeah, there's some really cool story elements. Um, I got to say that most of the actors are great. It's directed well. It's shot well. Yeah, I mean, they definitely like to use the fisheye lens a lot. Um, I noticed that. Yes, it's a little fishy. Mirror, <laughs> 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 mirror. Um, yeah. So yeah, just, just a little fishy. Yeah, just a little bit. But you know, they they fuck around a lot. Depending on the directors, they do a lot of weird camera tricks with the show. Right. It's very artsy fartsy. That's what I like about it, too. Yeah, it does definitely have an ambiance to it. Uh, they do a really good job with the sets. Yeah, the sets are cool. The costuming in the yeah, flashbacks the with Madame La Fleur. Yeah. yeah, the sets, costumes, they have a nice yeah. budget. Oh, yeah, they, they clearly are not... Pull, they're pulling out all the stops. Yes, and this is still by the same guy who did Glee. But, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that works. And, yeah, you know, I it's don't a good give show. A shit about Glee, but I do like this. Yeah, it's a good show. So, what um, do you rate it? Four out of five. Um, peeled back faces. Nice. All right, so I give it five out of five ear holes for just really good sound design for the beginning, as far as opening and yeah. If you watch, play it on surround sound. That's trippy shit. When I get surround sound. Uh, five out of five eye holes for the directing. Four out of five flipped buses. See, that's what I get. A... <laughs> okay, now I'm going to rate a movie. What movie? Oh, wait, this isn't the movie. <laughs> well, now I'm going to rate a movie. <laughs> Don't what? do that again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Trying to fake me out, fucker. No, now I'm going to rate a movie. What movie? Um, I don't know what came out. What? What is this? What do you think came out? I don't know. I mean, I could Okay, here it. we go. Captain Phillips. Come on. Tom Hanks. Oh, right, right. Captain. Captain Phillips. Or as I like to say, Forrest Gump out on the ocean. Lieutenant Dyer! <laughs> they're coming for us! The Somalis, Lieutenant Dyer! <laughs> we're just trying to crab, I mean shrimp. <laughs> we just want a shrimp boat, Lieutenant Dyer. So, so it's basically. Did he start speaking uh, Somali all of a uh, sudden? No, no, the Somalis were speaking Somali. Uh, uh, uh. But yeah, it would it would have been great if it was Forrest Gump as the captain of this ship. <laughs> it basically was. Come on, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> and uh, so, so Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump were captains of the ship. And basically, was Bubba there. Uh, which one was Bubba? Oh, oh, yeah, he was. He was one of the Somalis. <laughs> He's all, I'm going to cook you into shrimp. He's all, Bubba Sham shrimp, Flippin' Dome shrimp. Yeah, Captain Phillip shrimp. Captain Phillip shrimp. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right, so we'll have... Oh, yeah, we can look up Captain Phillips. So, yeah, so, Tom Hanks, and then are there any other large-name actors in it? Um, No. Clapton Phillips? No, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Clapton starts playing. Right. He soothes <laughs> all of the pirates into submission. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Clapton Phillips. That'd be a nice one. Okay, so Clapton Phillips. So it's a true story of the 2009 captain who got taken over 
out uh, in the hijacking of the Somali seas. Right. Um, it's Tom Hanks playing Forrest Gump. <laughs> Lieutenant Diane, the Somalis are coming. Okay, so let's see if we can see any uh, the plot summary synopsis. Oh, okay, here's some quotes. Here's Captain Richard Phillips as Forrest Gump. Listen up. We're bored. <laughs> We've been boarded by pirates. Lieutenant Dan, if they find you, Lieutenant Dan, remember you know the ship, Lieutenant Dan. Stick together, Lieutenant Dan. We'll be all right. Jenny, you got the AIDS, Jenny. Oh. I think she was the first one who got AIDS, right? The first one ever? I think so, no, right? that was an African Just, guy. I thought it was Jenny. Jenny got the AIDS. That's why I became a shit captain. A shit captain? A shit captain. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> oh, they're not here to fish. Okay, so Captain Phillips is a cool, it was a cool movie. It was directed by um, Paul Greengrass. He did. <laughs> He's got an awesome last name. Yeah. <laughs> he did um, the Bourne Ultimatum, the Bourne Trilogy, um, United ninety three, Green Zone. Um, He's done a lot of movies I've seen, and he looks like a psychotic fucking um, a fat version of what's his face from uh, Monty Python. Oh, John Cleese. Yes, <laughs> he looks like a fat John Cleese. Yeah, he actually kind of does. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, so Paul Greengrass. He's a good director, though. He knows how to direct action. I liked all the Bourne films he did. I liked, you know, I like him as a director. I liked, uh, I like Green Zone with Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, Captain Phillips is decent, man. I liked it. I, I've heard about the story, but I didn't know the story. I played out the story. In that game, um, what's it called? The Medal of Honor. I was one of the snipers in Medal of Honor that oh, yeah. that did this storyline, and the, the the Marines got busted. The ones because <laughs> the ones that were there were the ones that gave them the information on how they shot those people. So yeah, so wow. So I didn't know it was inside an enclosed boat. You know, I thought like their their escape pod on their ship is basically a big orange escape raft with a roof and everything. There's only a couple windows. So these snipers had to get three open shots through three windows wow. all at the same exact time. And it was like he, he had a gun to his head. They were about to shoot him right in the fucking head. Wow. And so they got, boom, three shots, like all, like all at the same time on two moving targets. So the boat was moving up and down, and the aircraft carrier they were on was moving up and down. Right. Yeah, it was just insane fucking accuracy for these guys. So yeah, so it was a cool, uh, it was a cool way to display the Navy SEALs accuracy. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, three of the movies that you rattled off for Paul Greengrass or whatever Greengrass, yeah, um, were uh, very kind of propaganda y films. I mean, Flight ninety three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this one. I mean, they're fact based, yes, but they're yes. also cheering on, you know, elements of military or. Um, there wasn't much military. The military was in the very ending. Mm. It was more about Captain Phillips and the Somalis. Mm. It showed the military here and there, but it wasn't like a main plot point. Like they, It took them a, a while to even notice what the fuck was going on. And so it showed the Somalis like going... It showed the Somalis' point of view where they were being forced 
to uh, pirate the waters because, you know, the European fishing vessels came through and fucking fished all the waters and took everything away from them. Not only that, but <clears throat> off the coast of Somalia, there's been tons of illegal dumping of toxic Yeah, that, that and also, shit. and killing the fish. Yeah. And they, they don't have a government or any say to fight it or anything. So that's turning the fishermen into fucking pirates. Right. And they, they, you know, they got that point across in the movie on why they were doing this, you know, because we're, and they're being forced by people... By the um, by, the rebels, they were being forced by the rebels to go out and get money for them, or they would shoot and kill them. So it's just a big clusterfuck. Dude. Right, <laughs> it's like it sucks to be. So a yeah, so the pirates are being pushed out by the people who have more money. They come down to the beach and go, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" They start shooting at their feet and going, "Oh, okay, I guess we're gonna get a crew and go out there." So they go out in these one-engine boats. Uh, then they meet a tugboat. The tugboat drags them way out into the deep waters. You know, where the fishing, where the channels are. Then they uh, detach their boats and they go on and they hook on with these big metal ladders. Yeah. And uh, Captain Phillips or Captain Lieutenant Dan, (laughs) he can't do anything because he doesn't have a gun, for one, which they should have guns. I don't know why they don't. Yeah, I think I'd be armed if I was going by Somalia. Yeah, I'd have at least a shotgun on board, something. So Lieutenant Dan doesn't have anything. He, their their um their line of defense is hoses, and they spray down, and they're supposed to flood the small boats and sink them. Oh, that's better. <laughs> yeah, like, I just get a gun, man. That's faster. I don't think they can. I don't know. I don't think they can promote violence. I don't think they can. You know, I I think I don't think about. Hey, yeah, just get a bunch of. I think they need that though. I think they need if yeah. they're going through channels, they need to be escorted militarily or whatever. Well, Somalia is not the only dangerous place in the shipping business you know i mean if you go through like sumatra and like indonesian spaces oh, yeah, yeah. where all those islands are there's a few spots that are bottlenecks and always yeah. raids on smaller boats by pirates yeah so captain lieutenant dan it was he was weird man so it was uh it was a good movie so what did i rate it <laughs> lieutenant dan so did you see it in imax 3d <clears throat> it wasn't in 3d dolby atmos it wasn't in that either what was it in? Um, normal? Uh, no, it was in. No, I saw it in regular, like XD. No, normal because they still were showing gravity because they're still pushing gravity as like their big fucking movie to see. So that's going to be on the XD screens or the special screens for fucking ever. So uh, let's see. I give it uh, four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and four to five strung out Somalis. Because they're chewing on that root. I forget what the name of it is. Huh. But it's not cocaine. It's something else like that. But it makes it's them... It's stimulant. Yeah, it almost is like cr- uh, crank. So they're just strung out on this fucking root they've been chewing. They're not eating on empty stomachs going out. It's crazy, man. Somali... What are you going to look at? Somali chew root. So then... <laughs> Called cot. C-H-K-H-A-T. K-H-A-T. Yeah, they're, they're chewing on that shit. And they showed him chewing on it, too. So it's like, oof. So yeah, it was brutal, man. Those guys are crazy. They're skinny-ass motherfuckers, man. But they have AK-47s. So like, yeah, and they clamp onto the boat. And once they're on there, dude, you can't do anything. They, boom, they shoot their way right into the fucking captain's desk. Yeah. Yeah, so these leaves, they, are, they have an amphetamine-like stimulant. Yes. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, so these guys are just all wired to shit. Like, you know? Crazy shit. And so uh, Captain Phillips has all of his crew members hide in groups of three and four throughout the engine deck. 
You know, so they're hiding behind cylinders and all this weird shit throughout there. Right. So they never really get found. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool movie, man, even though it's, it's based on a true story. That's what makes it cool, man. All right, what do you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, on the Star Wars front, so uh, the... Star Wars tip, ye Producer, I think, yeah, the producer of the new Star Wars Rebels cartoon. Uh, yeah. revealed the main bad guy. He's called the Inquisitor. Oh no. Yeah, it's so he's supposed to be it's supposed to be between three and four, right? Between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. I don't like the artwork on that show. And the Inquisitor is tasked by Vader to help exterminate the remaining Jedi. Really? So it's like, you know, he'll basically be hunting a down Jedi. Does all Vader the time. mean father in German? No, I th- uh. think that's father. Father, father, I am your father. Luke, no, I am your father. That's what he says. He doesn't say, Luke, I am your father, right? He goes, no. Right? I am your father. Hang on. What? It actually has a, Vader is in a lot of languages. Uh, Dutch, Afrikaans. Afrikaans. In uh, Swedish, Vader means, no, Middle English, Vader means father. There it is, Middle English. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what he was talking in, in fucking uh, Sleepy Hollow, Middle English. Right. Vader. Yep. So, it does. Darth father. Yeah, <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> right? I am your Darth father, father. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's Darth father. He's my father, father. Right, that's like ATM machine. <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> right? ATM machine. Because an ATM, it says machine, uh, but an ATM is short for uh, ATM. But then they put the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. It's like, like saying um, father, father. Ah. Luke, I am Veda, father. So when they saw it, if someone watched the show in Middle English... They'll be like, I am your father, father. <laughs> right? <laughs> they should redo Star Wars in Middle English. Okay, guys. YouTube, go. There, yeah. YouTube, go. Come on. Dude, they need to. That would be awesome, right? Yeah. That just would be actually really not, cool. Not just overdubbed, but acted in. Yeah. I think the next Star Wars should be in Middle English. Right? <laughs> Somehow I don't see Disney doing it. Oh no, it's Darth Fada Fada. Maybe it'll be an option on the DVD or Blu-ray. Darth Fada is your father. No, wait, what? (laughs) Darth Fada is your father. What else is happening with Star Wars? Uh, Well, that's the only thing that I picked up on uh, since last year. I know he's speaking with George Lucas like a ton. Well, I'm Um, sure. But this is the time period between, you know, Vader, well... The creation of Vader, and uh, when Luke blows up the Death Star, it's like, no, no, that might work. I think I don't know what's gonna happen, man. I think they're gonna just go too far with the Star Wars shit. Oh, they're gonna fill in every little gap. <sighs> you know, I hope it's done right, mm-hmm. but Disney has a hold of it, and that's what worries me because they always want to put a kitty spin on shit. But that Lucas already did that for them. We have Ewoks and we have fucking Jar Jar. Well, I know, but this is their chance to go away from that and go a little darker. 
They may do that with certain properties. Like if they make a Boba Fett movie, it better be dark. It won't. But hey, it's Boba Fett. <laughs> like Boba Fett Christmas, you know? <laughs> okay. They're going to meet him on he's Christmas. Got a fucking Santa hat on as he's yeah. flying around in a jetpack. Yep. We're going to meet him just He'll like... He'll pull the sleigh. Yeah, that was his, that was his first appearance. His first appearance was right. in the Christmas special. Boba Fett saves Christmas. So, yeah, that's going to be the fucking... That's how they're going to introduce Boba Fett watch. <laughs> oh, it'd be fucking awesome. Oh, And, and it'll be Mickey yeah. Mouse flying the sleigh, right? Yeah, it'll be Mickey Mouse on the sleigh. That's going to be Boba Fett Christmas. Now, Mickey Mouse is more of a symbol. He's retired. He's like an old man in a wheelchair, like sitting a, smoking a cigar, just like collecting money. Right. I mean, there hasn't been... Well, they, they again, they made him super kitty. There's a bunch of kids shows that well, have Mickey Mouse Well, in. when I was there, he's still a big hit. I was just over at Disneyland in February, and he's still a big hit. Yeah, of course. You know, he's like, iconic. oh my God, it's Mickey. Oh my God, it's Minnie. There's enough hey, people... Hey, it's Woody. Oh my God, it's... There's yeah. enough people driving around with the Mickey Mouse ears on their car that are infecting their kids with Disney love Ugh. that, uh, you know... Jesus I don't think that'll Christ. go anywhere. I think Mickey Mouse will always be big. Besides, you can go watch every single one of his shorts on uh, the theater in the round at Disneyland. That's All right. true. All right, I'm going to read another movie. What movie? Shaft. Nope. Oh. Uh, Come on. Something. Starts with an M, ends with a kills. <laughs> oh, Machete Kills. Machete Kills. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's over the top B fucking shit. Of course, that's what Robert Rodriguez does best. Oh my god. Well, no, he does good. Mo- oh, I guess, yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to think of what else he does. I'm like, huh. Yeah, are you going to say Spy Kids 1 to 57? No, he or- did that those just to make money. I know. Right? Yeah, he just used his studio to make money. And it seemed like they used the same thing again. So basically, uh, this is the. St- uh, plot for this one: The U.S. government uh, recruits Machete to battle his way through the to, through Mexico in order to take down an arms dealer who looks to launch a weapon into space. So <laughs> Quality writing, you can tell already. <clears throat> okay, so it's Danny Trejo, Alex Vega. Uh, what's her face? Uh, the one of the Spy Kids, the chick. Oh, right, right. Okay. She's actually looking really hot. Uh, she was hot in The Last Machete. She was never in The Last Machete, was she? I thought she was. Both of the Spy Kids were. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, maybe she was. And then, uh, okay, Mel Gibson as Voss. He's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> uh, Jessica Alba is in it. Uh, and uh, Damien Blanchard. He's Mendez. You might know him from The Bridge. He plays the Mexican detective from The Bridge. Still haven't watched any of The Bridge, uh, buddy. Okay. Amber Heard, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Sofia Vergara, Charlie Sheen, Lady Gaga. But Charlie Sheen is not Charlie Sheen. He's Carlos Estevez or whatever, right? Uh, yes. Uh, so it's Carlos Estevez, Lady Gaga, Antonio Banderas, uh, Waylon uh, Goggles or Goggins, Walton Goggins. He's uh, a main villain from um, Justified. Mm. He plays. Um, God damn it! <clears throat> Whatever. <laughs> he plays somebody in Justified. Uh, he plays. Uh, uh, I need to look him up now. In Justified. No, I don't. Okay, so if you know Justified, you know who the fuck he is. But he plays Lady Gaga's character. So Lady Gaga and him are basically, they're called the chameleon. 
So it's a mix between Lady Gaga, Cuba Gooding Jr., um, and uh, yeah, Lady Gaga, Cuba Gooding Jr., and Walton Goggins. So this person can change shape between those three? Well, he has different masks, and he rips them off. Ah. And he's like, God damn it, you just saw my face. He's like, it rips it off, and it's Lady Gaga with boobs, and everything. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Just all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, it's like an assassin you've never seen. Right. But yeah, it was funny. It was over-the-top bullshit, you know. Um, people are rating it a four. I don't know why. Um, if you know what you're in there for, it's not like, come on. It's a good B movie where Machete chops up a lot of people just like the first one. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah, this is the only quotes. Machete don't tweet. And hola, motherfucker. <laughs> well, those are the only two you really need, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> hola, motherfucker. So yeah, if you like the first Machete, you'll like this one. It's over-the-top bullshit to where he, the guy has a, um, like a dead switch attached to his heart if he dies. The uh, you know the the bomb goes off. No, the missile will launch off. Ah, but um, this guy has a split personality. So one side's a revolutionary, and the other side's bent on destruction. So it's like, hey man, he's like, hey, we're gonna save the world, and the other one's like, what did I do? And he's like, oh, you uh, put a bomb to your chest, and uh, you're gonna launch a missile in the United States. He's like, what? <laughs> so he so he has no idea what he does. So he just splits back and forth. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that sounds amusing. So he, um, oh shit. Yeah, so he's just a crazy fucker who has uh, bipolar, he has dual personalities. Mm. One's a revolutionary, one's a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> they work so well together. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be constantly fighting each other, wouldn't they? That'd be awesome. Yeah, he keep, yeah, it was basically he was an undercover cop who became insane um, from just doing too much shit, you know, right, killing too many people, stuff, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So he split his personalities in half. And now you have this guy. So yeah, so Machete. So if you want to see a good B movie, go see Machete in the theaters. Uh, and it's weird. They have a preview for the movie that's already coming out. The preview for this movie, you know, they have a cheap one, was Machete Kills in Space. <laughs> so, <laughs> But that's how this one ends. He goes up into space. And it's fucking the trailer. Machete does. Yeah, it's, and the next one's going to be what? Machete Kills in Space. That's the third one. Is he going to get picked up by aliens and he's going to Well, no, they already have it. It's like a rip-off of Moonraker. They showed like a trailer for that movie before we watched this movie. Really? They're going to rip off Moonraker? Well, not really. It's just, you know. There's a space station. The bad guy uses it. Uh So Mel Gibson's up there with a metal mask. Um, Yeah, and uh, he has a a light machete instead of a lightsaber. (laughs) I want a light machete. Dude, it's fucking... More than a lightsaber. That would be awesome. It's hilarious, dude. <laughs> light machetes. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, so it's just a ripoff of every space movie. And right. It should be hilarious. Yeah, the Enterprise is going to fly by in the background. Probably. Hi. Yeah, or they'll just rape William Shatner. He'll be in the movie. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> light, they'll light phase machete his ass. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Machete. So there's a lot of cool scenes. A good scene. He uh, takes the guy's intestines, throws it into helicopter blades, and it just, like, it yanks him into the helicopter and <laughs> chops him up. 
And then another guy, there's a helicopter following a speedboat, right? Uh-huh. So he, so the guy, he's fighting on the boat. He shoots the a harpoon at the helicopter, mm. right? And attaches it to the guy and it zooms him into the helicopter <laughs> and they both explode. <laughs> no, he flies into, no, he flies into the fucking blades. Another guy yeah. flying into the blades. It causes the helicopter to explode and crash. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome shit. Well, that's the best way to take out a chopper, right? Oh my god, it's hilarious. Launch a human and then into the and then he fucking he flips a speedboat onto a dock. The blades are flying up the dock, chopping people in half. <laughs> <laughs> like going up the dock. <laughs> Wait, he does a one eighty, or he flips over. Well, on... he jumps out. The thing like hits oh, the oh. beach, and the nose of it flips down onto the dock and just right. starts chopping people. <laughs> oh my god, just over the top shit, dude. It's hilarious. So yeah, so if you're into anything like that, I was laughing out loud at that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yeah. If you're into over-the-top stupid shit with uh, senseless violence, go see Machete Kills. Which washed-up actress's boobs do you see this time? Um, No one's. Oh, Uh, That that wasn't Lindsay Lohan's boobs either. It wasn't? No, because you have to see the face and the body. Well, If you only see the boobs, it's not her. Mm. If you see face and then boobs, it's not her. If you see boobs and face in the same shot, yes. Most likely. That's how you have to that's how you can tell. Bullshit. Yeah, I know all the tricks, man. You can't fool me. That was a big debate, and it wasn't her. Like, whatever. But yeah, Machete kills. Uh, Mel Gibson was a perfect asshole. He was like the Voss. He right. was like a computer guy, whatever. So, okay, Machete kills. Let's see what we got here. Oh, where'd it go? Machete. Oh, three to five eye holes. Or three to five ear holes. Sound was that good. Five to five eye holes for the senseless violence. Uh, and four to five uh, guts in rotor blades. Yeah. And uh, uh, Star's new show called Black Sails. So it's Pirates? supposed... Yeah, it's supposed to be like a Deadwood, but on the sea. Starts in 20. Yar be sticking in me, yar. So I'm hearing good things. I'll check it out. Hmm. What what channel is it on? Uh, at Stars. Oh, um, I have Stars. I think. I think it's Stars already. Okay, it's already it's already been picked up for a second season. Wow. So, uh, yeah, Stars new show starts January 2014. Already been picked up for a second season. Yeah, I'll check it out. Called Black Sails. I don't know a single name on the cast or crew, but let's see what is what does it say? What's the synopsis? Uh, Sananabasis, the saniopsis. I'm just looking at the cast and crew. Nobody you know. Well, I know, but what's the synopsis to it? Hold on, God, damn it! Yar, would be thy synopsis to the. Black Sars. Oh, I see. Captain Flint and his pirates 20 years prior to... Arr, you have to read like a pirate. Oh, sorry. Yar, Captain Flint and his pirates. 20 years prior to 20 the events of Treasure Island with Long John Silver. 20 years before the events of Long John Silver. What be a yar? What be a Long John Silver? So Long John Silver the pirate... Right, from the movie um, uh, Treasure Island. Remember the old Disney movie? Yeah. Um, so that was you know, supposed to be... That, that was a book written by Robert Louis Stevenson. 
And Captain Flint was the guy who buried all the treasure on the island they were going to try and find. So it is. So we're. So you're going to be Captain Flint. Yeah, it's ca- the main guy is Captain Flint. So it's him gathering all his treasure up and burying it on the island. Is my guess. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, lots it's of. Like, hey, a captain's life for me. <laughs> a hearty, 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 That's all it's going to be. There might be some of that, I suppose. Oh no, it better not. They can't because that's Disney. They can't go, yo, ho, ho, a hearty, hearty. If they do like a rip off of it, but speaking there's, of there's, which. There's more than one sea shanty out there, so. That's true. Yeah, so. <laughs> Yar, black sails be sailing in on January dar 14, or January 2014. We've been picked up for a second season. Arr. Uh, yeah, so, um, oh, the next Friday the 13th could be a found footage movie. That would be pretty weird. The new Friday the 13th movie. It could be like a found footage type film. Oh, weird. I think that'd be a cool spin on it. If they do it right, I think it would be cool. You know, right? Mm -hmm. It would be like him, like murdering everybody. And then they'd find what the fucking SD cards or what? (laughs) I don't know what they're going to find now. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> There's this weird website. Oh, yeah. We dropped our digital cameras. That wouldn't last a day out in this weather, but they happened to find them. You know, no cameras would last a day out in the middle of the night. Not nowadays. An 80s camera would, but not like uh, anything now. Film All the do and shit and just fuck everything up. Yeah, but film doesn't survive hot and cold temperatures very well, so you lose those images too. Well, maybe they buried it. I don't know. But yeah, that should be a weird... I don't know. I don't know, man. Will it work? I don't know. <laughs> I saw the first Friday the 13th, in that, or Nightmare on Elm Street, and that was it. Oh, really? Okay, so now I want to rate... Um, oh, wait. Didn't I just say that? Oh, yeah. I rate... Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, not Shield. Uh, Blacklist. So I saw the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. The pilot is pretty weak. That's where they escape in the one-powered boats. I'm like, come on, dude. Um, and everyone agrees with me that the pilot was weak. The second one was a little better. But they're still like, they implant. So do you know the premise to the story? It's basically James Spader is a high-profile criminal mm-hmm. who has a blacklist. And on this blacklist is all the criminals that the United States has never fucking heard of that are working on the underground. They're like killers and mm-hmm. fucking you know, arms dealers and all this yeah, other shit. hackers okay. and shit. Shit that they've ne- people they've never heard of or ever seen, right? And so he's willing to uh, have immunity from government, you know, the government fucking with him. He'll be on call for the government. The government puts in, they put in a, um, a Dharma, DARPA chip oh, into, his, uh, into his shoulder blade so they know where he is at all times. They can call him at all times, but he has like stipulations so he can do whatever he wants. But he'll give you these blacklist members. Mm. And so far, what? Oh, he's just. Yeah, and so far, you know, it's a little out there, but so far he's like, stuck true to his word as far as, you know, giving big people. So I think the first one. God, who was the first one? I forget. <laughs> no, he's given away Chinese arms dealers. He's given up. Um, he's also given up. Um, and Wu Shu, I think, is a Chinese arms dealer. Mm hmm. 
And the first one, and like her and the main detective chick, I forget her name. She's, uh, her husband is uh, working undercover. She finds like something secret. So there, it's almost like a, a, a he, she doesn't, or she, de- she doesn't know that he knows type shit. Mm-hmm. So that's going on with her life. And she's been handpicked by, um, by Red, James Spader's character, as only the person he will talk to. So there's some weird between that. Uh oh. So there's something weird between that and the last um, one last night. The guy was called uh, uh, the Stew Maker. So what he does, he takes red was. No, no, no. The this is one of the oh, this the is one of the people guess. on the blacklist. Mm-hmm. Calls himself the Stew Maker. So he uh, gets rid of people by putting them in vats of acid and they just boil away. Yeah. <sighs> So this guy's just weird. So this right. guy's like missing teeth and shit, and he tapes up a whole room with plastic and stuff. And so the Mexican uh, cartel brings the body over, and he just dumps it in the bath and gets rid of any evidence. Hmm. So he's like a weird serial killer. Right. So, and he, um, and they end up kidnapping the FBI chick, and he's kidnapped at the stewmaker's house. And the stewmaker's torturing her by like shoving needles into uh, nerve clusters under her shoulder blades oh. and stuff. Yeah. So it's just like, like long, like, you know, surgical tools. Like, oh, I'm told there's a nerve cluster under a shoulder blade right here. And she's like, chink. It's like, ah. So he's torturing her as well. And James Spader, they find a dog hair. James Spader calls a dog department or whatever, saying he's a, a special needs dog, mm-hmm. which we'll get into later. Special needs dog fucks getting their. Dogs on planes. But, um, so, yeah, so they'll have, uh, so he, from the dog hair, he can track where that guy is from the dog. And so he goes by the um, dog's tracking collar to find out, because wow. the dog has a chip, you know, right. inside of it. But so, from a dog hair, you can identify the exact dog. <laughs> well, he knew he had a dog. So at that ah. point, he, he knew, and he found out the address, sort of, and he knew, like, he knew sort of stuff where to go. So he figured out before the cop, before the FBI did, and he goes up there, and there's some weird transaction between him and the stew maker, and he dumps the stew maker in his own vat before, because he was going to dump her into it. Mm-hmm. And he has like all these, you know, those little Gerber glass jars. He has hundreds of those with teeth in them oh. from all of his victims. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like gnarly shit. Dark. Yeah, it was really dark, weird serial killer shit. So yeah, it was like a mix so, of like Hannibal meets um well this this episode, not the show. Uh yeah. this episode is like a mix of Hannibal, Grimmish, you know, sort of grimy. Cause he's out in the forest. Yeah, right. it was pretty dark. Hmm. But it's growing on me. I'll give it it's a twenty-three episode season. I'll I'll watch it. Uh I'll give it a chance. The, the whole f- season, huh? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> It'll be interrupted by football, probably, or something. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Hockey. lacrosse, steeplechase. <clears throat> so, yeah, blacklist three out of five ear holes, four to five eye holes. It's directed pretty well. And uh, three out of five acid bodies. If James Spader wasn't on the show, it wouldn't be as good. He yeah. sells the show. He can hold the show, though. Yes. He, his character holds the show, just his mannerisms, the way he talks, his, uh, his vernacular, yeah, everything. Yeah, he's a really cool character, and you want to like him, and he's uh, like two steps ahead of the FBI all the time. It's really cool. So you should check it out, man. Woo! I'll see. I don't know if I can squeeze another show on what? my plate. Come on, man. You have to. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Okay, so what do you got? 
Um, I got two more uh, graphic novels that I read in the Sixth Gun series by Cullen Shit. Cullen Shit. <laughs> Cullen Shit. Hey, I'm Cullen Shit. So the Six Gun, and that's the um, that's the special gun thing. Cullen Bun is the writer, and Brian Hurt is the <clears throat> artist. So it's basically um, Wild West, but weirdly metaphysical. Six guns have the potential to end the world or recreate it. Um, oh, that's yours? Yeah, my computer thing clicked <clears throat> on. Um, so uh, there's a woman who inherits the sixth gun, which allows her to see the future and like astrally project. There are oh, other weird. guns that like uh, one shoots uh, bullets that turn into the souls of people who died in the area where the bullet ends up. Uh-huh. So if you shoot in a graveyard, all those spirits will get up and fight for you. Oh, weird. Yeah. They'll be forced to. Like, yeah, basically. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So these guns are really powerful. There's one that gives someone everlasting life. Everyone you kill with it gives their life force to you kind of thing. So you have to ke- kill people with it in order to live forever? To live forever. She, yeah, the woman who has it just goes into a barn and shoots like 20 people. So, and that's what, 20 years extra added to her life, or? No, they don't go as far in, as to show that. But basically, as long as The she more you kill, killing, the longer you live. Exactly. So it's like a selfish type thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's weird. Um, anyway, so the main chick and the main dude are, you know, they're trying to protect these guns. They have five of them. So everyone in the world basically And aren't wants there to sets? Get, How many sets are there? There's six guns. So they have all but one of these mystic powered guns two or four of them are bound to um the dude and one of them is bound to the chick which one's bound to the dude and which one's bound to the chick so the chick has the one that allows her to see the future and like project her spirit as a vision for other people and shit like that Uh Um, the dude has one that shoots hellfire one that shoots enormous explosions like as soon as you it hits something it blows it to bits he has the soul shooter gun Soul Shooter. Yeah, and I don't know. It's the name of my next metal band. Soul Shooter. So I don't remember what the 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 other gun is that they have, but then uh, the there's a woman who's um, evil. She's trying to resurrect her uh, demon possessed husband. Uh huh. Who's a Confederate general. Hey, that guy's nice. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So she's got the one that gives her everlasting life, and she's the one who just guns down people to keep Okay, so they're alive. perfect for each other. Exactly. Yeah, they work out well. But there were some really cool things that I read. Like in the third book um, of the trade paperback series, there's this character that's introduced named Asher Cobb. And when he was a kid, he was born like with uh, gigantism. You know, he just grew really tall. Uh-huh really quickly but he could also see into the future and so he was used by the union to beat the confederacy in the civil war uh-huh. so but, he's like a weird machine but then the the evil confederate general starts coming after him because um he knew that this giant was able to see the future so he wanted to yeah. kill him right um but then asher cobb goes to witches and turns himself into a zombie Oh, weird. So that he can rescue his long-lost love. Oh, trippy. Yeah, like a really weird backstory, but really cool. And so that you have this giant mummy running around, like, causing havoc and uh, making deals with the good guy. 
whose name is Sinclair, by the way. Um, so really interesting story, really engaging. The art is fantastic. Um, you know, heavy uh, outline, but really vibrant color. So it's um, almost like a, a like a Sunday comic strip kind of art style, but a lot more detail. <clears throat> um, and they've got the weird metaphysical shit all locked down. I mean, you know, there's the yeah. the Knights of Solomon, and then there's the uh, Sons of Abraham, and these are two religious orders that are fighting over the guns. There's the Confederate General. There's the guy and the chick, Sinclair, and well, I can't remember her name now, like Rebecca or something. Uh-huh. Becky, yeah, Becky Montcrief. Um, she, those two are running around trying to protect the guns. And so there's a lot of intrigue going on. It's really well told. Oh, weird. Oh, good. So what do you rate it now? I'll say a four out of five, uh, six guns. Six guns. Mm-hmm. Oh, because well, yeah, they're revolvers. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to rate a movie now called Escape Tomorrow. Escape, Escape Tomorrowland. Escape Tomorrowland is the film that was shot guerrilla style on Disney World property. <laughs> nice. Okay, so yeah, Escape from Tomorrow. Sorry. So yeah, it's a weird movie. So it's shot in black and white. <clears throat> Uh, uh, in a world of fake castles and anthropomorphic rodents, an epic battle begins with an unemployed father's sanity and challenged by a a chance encounter with two underage girls. One of the girls is the hot Russian chick from uh, the Americans. The hot Russian chick. You'll know who she is. I'll show you right now. It's right here. Boom. Ah, yes. Yeah. Right. The girl from the embassy. Yes. The hot Russian chick. So it's like, oh, I know her. So she's, so he's basically hanging out with his daughter or his son and his wife's like, oh, I feel sick. And this whole time, like they'll go on like, um, it's a small world, but they can't play. It's a small world music. So it's playing like this. Like this weird Weirdly shit, creepy. Yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, and he looks at the dolls and they grow like teeth and have weird faces and shit on them. Like, and uh, <coughs> yeah, it is weird. Let me see if I... <coughs> oh, man. So, so what'd you rate it? <coughs> oh my god <coughs> it's a weird strange movie <coughs> but I rate it <coughs> it only got a 5 out of 6 on INDB. Uh <coughs> it wasn't that great <coughs> but it was all filmed in Disney property on their hotels without permission on their rides without permission gorilla style so is Disney gonna want a piece? no in black and white um, that's what makes it cool because there's so much color at Disneyland. They right. film it all in black and white, so it looks gloomy. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Everything looks gloomy. It's weird. Um, let's see. It's, uh, two out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes, and two out of five bad trips. <laughs> oh. Wah, oh. 
And Chinese kids will have, um, they'll be shorted six credits and won't be able to graduate unless they help build PlayStation 4s. <laughs> yeah, I Did you see that? that? Um, What's up with that? I mean, you live in China. You, you build PlayStation 4, you do not graduate. Like, what? <laughs> Way to go, Sony. <laughs> well, everyone uses slave labor, though. But Does we don't Microsoft? use students. Uh, no, that's all built in America, I think, right? I don't know. I have no idea where it's built. I'm pretty sure it's built based out of Seattle. I think they build everything in-house, right? No. No? I have no idea, though. I couldn't tell you. Uh, yeah, so so they're using slave students to build your PlayStation 4s, guys. But I'd still buy one if I was a PlayStation 4 fan. <laughs> I wouldn't give a shit. I would be like, well, you know, I can't stop that. I'll still buy it. You know, right? <clears throat> Is it going to stop anybody? Oh, I'm turning away my PS4 order right now. Right? You think anyone's going to do that after reading that story? Right? I don't know. If it was Xbox, would you? Mm. No, I wouldn't. Mm. I wouldn't. I'd be like, well, you know, sorry. I already pre-ordered mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, put it's a already, lot of money down. It's already built, man. What am I going to do? You know, I'm still buying iPhones, even though Foxcoms are jumping out windows. You know, I'm buying jumping out window phones. That should be the name of the new Windows phones. What's that? Jumping out windows phones. <laughs> We're jumping out windows phones. Yeah. Come on. Uh, suicide groups would probably have a problem with that. Well, that's just my opinion, but... I see a lawsuit. What, jumping out windows phones? <laughs> yeah. I remember reading an article in the newspaper about a guy, a cop who had reported to the scene of a, a jumper on a bridge, like uh -huh. someone threatening to jump. He was tweeting about it? <laughs> no. Oh. The news reporter wrote that this cop had, might as well jump, bumping out of his car. What? What? <laughs> So he had jump from Van Halen's <laughs> jump was blaring out of his cock. No, car. he didn't. That's what this reporter wrote in the Oh, newspaper. that's just sensationalism. He just wanted you to get think? a story. No, this was years ago. This was pre internet. This was pre video. Well, 1984. <sighs> had to be because that was the album that it came out on. No, it was more recent than that. Oh. Well, jump. Might as well jump. Okay, I'll rate the uh, dome. Uh, what are we on time? Uh, One fifty-seven. Okay, so I'll rate the dome before we leave here. Uh, I finally saw it, caught up with it. Uh, then right after that, I'll rate Luther. I actually saw all that. That is amazing. Uh, that yeah, was awesome. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah, rate Luther that. first. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I love Luther. Yeah, it's back to its old shit. Dark. Weird. Um, God, what, what was this season? This was his third or fourth? Third. Third? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's third. God, I can't, I, I don't know. I can't, because they're so fucking short, I don't remember. Yeah, but I'm still pretty sure. I'm pretty, uh, right now he's doing Mandela shit, so. Yeah, I know. He's right on top of IMDb. Is he? Oh, as Mandela, yeah. So that's his biggest movie right now, Idris Elba. But yeah, this one... Uh, Third I season. 
The what? Third? Third. Okay, so yeah, so Luther, third season. Uh, I have it on my... Uh, DVR. No! It's a lot more... Lufa! So, um... He wakes up in the mornings now. Uh, gets a, gets a six-shooter. Um, and basically plays Russian roulette with himself every morning. He was doing that in the second season. Okay, that's what it was. Second season. Okay. He's still doing that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I think they're hinting that he does that every morning. Mm. That's what I think. Right? Could be. Yeah, he's doing that second season. This one... That would be even more depressing if you played it that long and never hit on the bullet. I mean, at that point, you're suicidal. You're just... Well, yeah, they hint. He's totally suicidal. What do you mean? Yeah. He's just like, oh, come on, shoot me! You know, he just like walks into people swinging shit at him all the time. Yeah, or that dude playing the RPG from second season. Yeah. Who and had uh, all the bombs or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. This one is more um, based. Now they're doing a sub investigation on him. Mm-hmm. On, um, they're saying that he murdered his wife. They're saying that you know all this weird shit. So all like that that um, that black chick that they introduced at the very end of the second season, mm-hmm. she's working with somebody now, and they're doing like a sub investigation on Luther, like an actual sanctioned inve- investigation. Yeah, yeah, like- yeah, sanctioned by the somebody higher than his department. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, they're fucking with everybody. So they're uh, this will probably come out in like a year when you by the time you see. <laughs> I'll see if it's on demand. Uh, it's not. This is one of those ones. BBC, four nights in a row only. BBC America, I recorded all four. So it was like a special. And then it's like, oh, you can buy them on iTunes. Mm. Yeah, they're available on iTunes. <clears throat> yeah, so Luther is... Uh, so yeah, so they're doing a sub-investigation. He's like, you know, trying to do his little fucking Luther shit, trying to solve shit left and right. Uh, people are getting stabbed. People are getting shot. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it's great. All four episodes are great. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. I don't want to lo- uh, ruin any of it. So Luther, season three, four to five ear holes, five out of five eye holes, and five out of five flashbang grenades. Yeah, Lufa. No! Yeah, every time he gets mad, I yell that out at my house. <laughs> I go, no, not again, Lufa. Yeah, some big big character changes happen in this one. That's all I'll hint at. No! And Luther yells out no a lot. And he gets emotional. He, he gets emotional. He breaks more doors. He doesn't break any doors, but he gets emotional. Oh, the yeah. door count needs to increase. I know, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. That was he awesome. He smashed like six doors in the show so far. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he just goes berserk. And, dude, I like, do not want to be a door like, in his yeah. way. Those doors are freaking out in yeah, England. Seriously. Yeah, he's a, he's a big guy, and he just fucking just tears through doors like paper fucking like, paper rips mache, him off dude. And yeah. just, like punches <laughs> holes in them. It's great. No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, he goes crazy on doors. <clears throat> So don't be a door when you're around Luther. That's my hint. So yeah, so five five flashbang grenades. So and I'm gonna rate also uh, the dome because that's old and I finally fucking caught up on that shit and I caught up on the bridge. So I'll go through the dome real quick. The dome is basically a bunch of kids. Oh, there's a dome over our town. Let's all all four of our kids are the chosen ones. 
Let's put our hands on this fucking other smaller dome that has a black egg inside of it. Right? Mm-hmm. And so they do that. And the um and so then the dome finally shatters. Oh, so the small dome shattered. Oh, we have the black egg. Now we're taught that we have to throw the egg into the water in that water. So before that, there's a, a monarch butterfly inside the smaller dome. Mm. So for the whole time, they'd be able to see the monarch butterfly flies around and hits the dome and starts putting dye on the smaller dome, which in turn puts fucking blacks out the other dome, the big <laughs> one. Yeah. So, so then that dome breaks, the monarch butterflies flee, and then they have this little black egg inside. And we're taught this is supposed to be a fucking ten episode wrap up series. They're making it extend to another season. Yeah, I know. I I read that. Uh, and it's just like basically, I'm wrapping it up right now. So all they did was okay. Here's the dome. Here's the egg. Throw the egg in the water. Oh, pink stars are falling. That was like the thing that uh, Hank, the guy Hank from Breaking Bad's wife, right. was a crazy. She was painting that with an egg before mm-hmm. she went to the nut farm and died or committed suicide. I think. Wow. Bet you feel like <clears throat> shit now, Hank. So yeah, so she has a premonition. I don't, I don't, I don't think we've ever met her. The his son is keeping kept a chick trapped in a fucking fallout shelter for a little while. What a nice kid. Uh, yeah, total asshole. He becomes like a half sheriff of the town, and he's one of the chosen ones. It happens to be that touches ah. the dome. So they throw the egg in there, and this is the end of the story. The and then the stars hit the top of the dome, and then the dome turns white, and that's the because like. So the dome goes from clear, black to white, and that's the end of the season. Completely <laughs> white, like you can't see through it. No, you can't see through it. Well, they pan out, uh, pan out of the town, and the, an alien comes down. We think is an alien, and says the dome isn't here to hurt you; it's here to protect you. And they're like, "From what?" And they're like, "You'll see next season." Basically, you know, yeah. it's like, "Oh my god." So everything's gonna get wiped out except for that little town, or I think so. That's what it's gonna. I think Earth's gonna. We're dead. So I think every, every all of us are gone. So um, so it's it's produced by Stephen King and Steven Spielberg's story. So mm-hmm. so whatever you know. So the Dome season one, uh, three out of five ear holes, four out of five eye holes, three out of five domes turned black. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and uh, shows should not go into syndication when they are still on TV. What happened? Because the networks are milking more advertising dollars off of these shows. Fuck you. No. Why don't you fill those spaces with original programming? Thank you. Okay, Because so. that costs more money and that cuts into their profit margin. What? It's easy. God, it's, if they can make tons of money off reruns of you know, I don't know. Breaking Bad or whatever... It's lame, dude. And um, uh, so yeah, and GTA Five. If you play any time in October, which we have, I've been playing. Have you been playing online? We should play online soon. Yeah, um, got to G- sync up our times on the weekend. Or yeah, something. GTA Five. Uh, you will get five hundred thousand dollars in your bank account if you played in any time of October to make up for all the fucked up shit they've been doing and people. Oh, losing nice! Money. They'll give you half a billion dollars, huh? Half a million. Half a oh, 500000 500, Five hundred Five hundred million would be sweet. I want half a billion. <laughs> no, because right now I have seven thousand dollars. I'm. Um, it actually works now. So I go in there. I'm driving around. I actually picked a better sports car. I race my other character. Mm-hmm. I picked a cool sports car. So I'm. I rob a thing. Some guy comes, shoots me when I yeah. come out of the place. So now you can play a death match with him. So you play. You press the X button. 
mm-hmm. and that deathmatch mode comes up, and those are really fun. Okay, so what is it? You're shooting from cover, that kind of thing? I uh, know the deathmatch mode, so it's you and the guy who shot you, so you can get back at him. So he yeah. becomes a red dot, so it's basically within like maybe a... F- it doesn't shut down the block, mm-hmm. but you stay within like two to three blocks of each other. Like someone, a guy will grab a car, because I, I, sh- I shot a guy, and he shot me, and we happened to be near a bridge. So he mm-hmm. spawned on the other side of the bridge during the deathmatch. So I just sat there and waited for him. He'd try to run across the freeway and I'd just be shooting at him down on the freeway. <laughs> yeah. And he tried to like hide between the pillars under the bridge and I'm almost shooting at him when he comes out. Yeah. So uh, so he got killed that way, trying to run. And then he would drive up and stop. And I'd just start shooting at him <laughs> in the side of the car and kill him like instantly. And then, then I would see him, he'd fly over the bridge, like trying to get past me and like crash his car. And I'd just shoot right into the back of his head. So it was like five to four. So it's like each death match is like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So how many kills in five minutes wins? I think it's all my little registered uh, idle hands thing. Hmm. Or on the XBLA team or whatever the fuck. Right. So people would be shooting me that way. <clears throat> or I would just step out and be like, oh shit. I would just notice a white dot coming at me really yeah. fast. I'd be like, oh shit. And bam, I'd just get hit by a car. I'd be like, yeah. you assholes. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, or, I've, I've had that happen to me. Or I would just start following people, you know, and they yeah. turn around and start shooting at me. I'm like, what? I'm <laughs> I want to play. Why don't you talk to me? But you can go into your phone and go into instant deathmatch, instant car racing, mm-hmm. instant. So you don't have to fuck around with the outside. Yeah. You can go into any, like, if you go into, this is a hint, go into instant deathmatch. First thing you do, pick up your weapons because those are your weapons. They stick with you outside. Mm. So after that, you can go buy weapons. So I have a sawed off shotgun. I have an Uzi. And uh, two different pistols just because I was playing Deathmatch and I picked them up in the game. Because someone else had dropped them. Well, no, they're pickup weapons. So there's mm. a pickup shotgun, there's pickup ammo, there's pickup health. Oh, but when you, you pick them up, you actually, that becomes your weapon. So you actually have an Uzi when you hop out of that Deathmatch game. So you can improve your weapons that way if you get lucky? What do you mean? Well, maybe you get the MP5 <clears throat> instead of the Uzi. I think it's all standard Uzi shit because of your mm. levels. Got it. I think it's standard, and you don't get any bigger weapons, I don't think, because I've tried to pick up other people's weapons, because people have AKs and stuff that are higher ranked. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, it's pretty decent. I like it. It's fucking fun shit, man. Amer- GTA Online. I didn't fly any helicopters. I just get chased around a lot and shot and killed. <laughs> no so, one will let you fly the helicopter. Uh, I don't think I can. So Okay, so the bridge, I'll wrap up real quick before we go. Um, finally saw that. So basically the guy, he, the guy whose wife got killed on the bridge, if you watch the show, he goes back on the bridge. He has Syntex on him. So he has plastic explosives. Oh, that's, yeah. Good. And all the while he has the detective's son, um, buried behind a wall of sheetrock inside of a, um, plastic tube or inside of a plastic barrel filling up with water. <laughs> So there's almost barely any way. They barely even find this kid. The kid's dead. Spoiler alert. So uh, so the head detective's son died just like the other guy died. And he wants him to shoot him. He's like, shoot me because your son's dead. Um, uh, Asperger's, uh, God, what's her name? Sarah. God, what's her name real quick? The one who has Asperger's. But people are saying it's not a really good depiction of Asperger's because she uh, hops in and out of it too much. And towards the end, I think she, she was, I don't know. I don't know, it's weird. People aren't liking it too much. So uh, Diane Kruger, Detective Sonia Cross. 
So, and uh, uh, Marco Ruiz, uh, Damien Barcher, Dar- Marco Ruiz, he's going to shoot, um, whatever his name. They shoot. The serial um, killer. Yeah, the serial killer. They shoot Matthew Lillard. They uh, shoot him off oh. the bridge. The one I thought was going to die in the first three episodes, remember? Mm. <laughs> yeah, they shot That's him right. off the bridge. He dies. They, they find the son. The son's dead. Uh, he's gonna about to shoot. Um, uh, the cop shoots him in the back of the leg and then shoots the serial killer in the leg. So none of them get to kill anybody. So he ends up drinking himself for like six months. Uh, yeah, and then it just ends up with another fucking a lost episode. I'm like, what the fuck? So he's going to drink himself to death. They're opening up this one with more of like the drug trade between the cartels and the cocaine because there's still the tunnel between El Paso and um, what's it called? Juarez. Juarez. And there's still girls missing. So there's still people. There's still. So this was the guy who wasn't even killing all those girls. So, so there's still hundreds of girls missing every or day. Maybe he's part of it. Uh, no, because he's, da- he's gone. He's in jail right now. Mm-hmm. And the girls are keep getting picked up. Uh, it has something to do with the Juarez government or the police over there and the cartel. So they're picking these chicks up, raping them at parties, and killing them. And that's going to be next season. Rape kill parties with cops from Juarez. Fun. Sounds like a party, guys. Oh, and X Men will be shot in forty eight frames per second. So yeah, that's a so, good call. Wait, where is okay the bridge? Four to five ear holes, four uh, uh, five out of five eye holes because it's shot really well, mm. and uh, three out of five tank. Oh yeah, three out of five tank kids. <laughs> tank kids. Tank kids because the kids in the water tank. Oh right. Come on, man. All right, we're out of here. All right, so All right, everybody. Um, so where can they reach us? Well, let's see. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes. We're also on Radio Foo Bar at what six a.m. Pacific? Six a.m. Yeah. On Saturdays. Yes. Uh, and then you can reach us at Adio Rado on what Twitter? On Twitter, yeah. <laughs> Or at skip underscore radio radio. Um, we're also on Facebook. And where the fuck else? Uh, I think that's it. <clears throat> BoboBroadcasting.com. BoboBroadcasting.com. Check us out. Check everyone else out there. All right, guys. Later. Later. Later.